please don't take this person out. Would you politely go to hell? Get the fuck out of my way. We're dealing with snakes. We don't drink, boozy. Flippy dibby dibby, dim dim dibby. I'm not hitting bongos, Fonzie. Goblin parade. <laughs> I've wasted the best years of my life listening to idiots. Well, you're not pleasant. Glug, uh-oh. Crash. tape it's the fastest hour in podcasting this is never not funny now here's your host jimmy pardo hello and indeed yes welcome to the program now listen uh, this is episode 23e yeah i've done no research on a gentleman's name oh boy i'm gonna write it down right now top I, of the dome I, first I thought, thought best thought you know what uh, it is it's right uh... oh boy i'm all right hey everyone yeah, mike piazza not a lot of things <laughs> Uh, Imagine the day Mike Piazza dies. That's going to give you a real golden opportunity for humor. <laughs> oh, <laughs> uh, anyway, welcome to the program, episode 23E. I've just written down my E actor. I think it went very, very now well. Now that you've said it, now that it's written down, I can say this. I think I'm winning today. You do? Yeah. You th- you're, you're confident. I feel really good about that my you're gonna, uh choice. That you're going to win. Yeah. Um, I just have to hope that these two jackasses don't say it before I do. Well, there's a very good chance they could. I mean, we're you know you're going to run into trouble anywhere. Where what are we splitting today? If it's a if it's a split, or what's the money? We at fifteen. What when was the last uh, win? What was the last win? You Aaron? won last when I wasn't here, didn't you? I did. What did what was that? I don't know. B? I don't have it. It was ba- Bob Balaban. Yeah, it was B. Oh yeah, the Balaban. So C D E. It's only fifteen dollars. Yeah. All right. Well, listen. You'll each get five bucks if that's the case. Yep. Um, uh, boy, uh, there is an actor whose face is in my head, and I cannot pull his name for the life of me. Um, shoot. Is it Tony Shalhoub? That's it. <laughs> that's no, it. But Boni. No, wait, we're on e. Ioni Shalhoub. Ioni Shalhoub. Ioni Sky Shalhoub. Now, the other night, uh, we went uh, with uh, Liam Devlin, who was in the studio here. We mm-hmm. went to uh, play trivia yep. over there at the uh, the, the uh, Tavern of Our Choice. Springbok. Uh, do we say it publicly? Is that uh, something we I think Karen has said it. Yeah, All right. Said it. We're in the club. I don't know. I don't know what we're doing. I found out after the fact that that's a South African restaurant. No one ever told me that it was South African. Uh, you know, I don't play Sun City, so yeah, I would I would have had some flags on. You would have boycotted. Yeah, you would have been hanging out with uh, little Steven. That's right. Um, we had some delicious buffalo chicken uh, quesadillas. Yeah. Boy, those were delicious. It was really good. It was, huh? Nothing on. Like I was talking to Ryan about it, and I was sitting where we were, and he was like, "Oh, isn't that a South African restaurant?" I was like, "I don't think so. It's like burgers and wings." They have a couple of. And them. he's like, "No, nah, I think it is." And I looked up, and it is. And it just comes down to they have peri peri sauce on a couple of items. Is that it? I think that's it. I have that, that monkey gland sauce too. Yeah, <laughs> whatever that is. I don't know. What no, that no, is. I didn't no, see that on the menu. I don't like the sound of it even. No. Uh, but the four of us were there with Liam Devlin, his uh, beautiful wife Christine. Uh, your buddy Justin joined us, mm-hmm. right? What, five teams? Is that what we had? Five, yep. Uh, yep. five overall, uh, yep. overall squads? Correct. And we came in what place, Matt Belknap? We came in second, Jimmy. Yep. It's very close. By how many points did we lose? Four points. Four points. Mm-hmm. Four points we lost in the trivia. We, and we all part- Here's the what I, I, I like. We all participated. Yes, everybody had a, played a role. Uh, where there was a couple of questions that I, I feel like I helped out on. 
you helped out on a couple. Elliot and and I helped out on one. <laughs> which one was that? The how many warm up pitches does a pitcher yeah. get? I think, but I think you also helped on the Burt Reynolds thing. I don't know. If oh, I nailed those. That. I nailed oh, yeah. four of those. I'll agree with that. Yeah, I only got. I, I managed. Uh, I contributed one. Yeah, there was a there was a for the listener there was a Burt Reynolds movie title word scramble that were seven questions that you had to answer. When I say scramble, it's not like it wasn't like E T E T E for the like it was all the whole title was one chunk of letters, yeah. so it was a little harder than like a child's word scramble and written it where it looked like a word, yeah. So that so it boggles your mind even a little bit yeah. more that you have to stop thinking. That. And and you know the the big ones were on there like uh, Hooper and the Longest Yard and Boogie Nights, but there was also like I think Justin got Mystery Alaska, which I never would have remembered. Yeah, I didn't even know he was in that movie. <laughs> I don't remember that movie. I, yeah, exactly. I never heard the title before. At least remembered it, but who's I, in that? I know Burt Reynolds. Reynolds and Burt Reynolds and <laughs> Kurt Russell. Maybe is it? Is it? It's, it's like hockey it's a movie, hockey right? movie, right? Oh, no, yeah. it's, is it Russell? Oh, I do kind of visualize Burt Reynolds is in that. I don't like remember the old hockey coach or something. I don't know. You know, I don't like to speak ill of the dead, but I will say this: it, he, his death was one of those where everybody was out raving about. You know, we lost one of the greats. Yeah. Every story I've heard in this town is that he's one of the was one of the biggest assholes in Hollywood. So it's bizarre that every, yeah. everybody's on doing the same thing. Like, uh, but people know, lost just, him, and yeah, because he was a beloved figure, even though he was a fucking curmudgeon, you know, I for most of his life. Um, I love. Listen, I loved him. I Smokey the Band is one of my favorite movies. Yeah. I do not know if it holds up at all. I, I'll let you know. I'm going to see it on Friday. Is yeah. that right? Mm-hmm. They're playing it at the you guys AMC Burbank. Yeah, you texted us. Yeah, you didn't see that. Did I respond to that? No, no, we didn't. No, Elliot and I had a, a, a couple of nice jokes. Let me see. Then I blocked the thread. <laughs> you did? No. Well, they, what, you didn't pull it. Oh, wait, hang on now. Oh, that. Ah, look at the fun. <laughs> AMC in Burbank is. Uh, I'm going to go see that, and then Matt said I'm going to go see a documentary that night. It's called Netherlands: The Tallest People. That is a callback. The, the final category because this is I cannot get over this loss because it's it's, it's painful. It was, it was a strategic. Tri- How you doing? Strate- uh, I'm just it's trying a, to speak like our it was president. A strategic error. Yeah, is that what you're going to say? <laughs> yes. So we were we didn't you know you don't know where you are you you know how what your points are we were behind most of the night behind this other team by like 35, 40 points we were way behind at one point we were like sixty down I think at one point well, we were ahead of the whoever was third by more than by a zillion oh, yeah. yeah they were at negative thirty two we had eighty uh, it was a two team game goddamn right but but here's what I'll say though about that and Garen maybe you can speak to this uh, I liked that the other teams never gave up. Yeah. They, 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 oh, yeah, they kept playing, and yeah. even though they had no chance on winning, no reason to play. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> so we were, we were, we. The last we had heard, we were down. I think thirty-five or forty, right? Yeah. Uh, and then going, we knew we 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 got to choose the last regular round category, and and we strategically chose science because we knew Liam is a software engineer, and um, Elliot. He also, he also said pick science. Yeah, yeah, Elliot knows science. So we knew we would do well in that category. And that everybody else probably... And that we, we thought people wouldn't do well because yeah. it felt like a pop, pop culture and, and the palpable silence that happened after that category was selected <laughs> yeah. confirmed our choice. Right. Yeah. But then one strategic error was you guys, the first two questions, we wagered five instead of ten because you guys weren't sure, but we got them right. And yeah. then we got we ran the category and got, you know, what, got 30 points out of that category. Yeah. Could have gotten... Uh, 40 points out of it. Or, yeah. 40, no, yeah, yeah. We yeah, got 40, 10, 40, 10, 20, 25, 30. We got 30 points. Um, and then going into the end, we didn't know where we were. We knew we were in the hunt, but we didn't know how close or if we were down or whatever. So, um, 
so the category was geography i don't know shit about geography most of us felt it seemed like the the table didn't like the category we all yeah. felt like we we're not good at this so we were like what do we bet i think garen and i both kind of felt like we should bet zero right my original thought was that we could bet zero or we could bet 25 yeah because if we lose 25 points we're still second no matter what if right. we win 25 points we might win but then she came and said uh that's a great good score. score. Yeah, she tells us. She tells each team their score. She said, "You guys are at 150. That's a good score." So that made us all feel like we're in the mix. Yeah. So we're suddenly close. we can't risk. So now it feels like if we if we don't think we're going to get this right, why bet anything? Yeah. Um, but somehow we ended up landing on let's bet five. I don't. Well, I don't well, know. I, now let's, you got to tell the whole story. Well, here you t- you the, tell your part of it. I, I was the major proponent of hey, if we're gonna if we don't bet anything. Then, it, then we're just going to be ignoring the last category, and we should at least bet the minimum. Like, the but small. we didn't know. But we didn't know the minimum was one. We didn't know that. We, yeah, I thought you but had to bet a multiple logic. of five. Why did we? Why did we think that? And more importantly, why didn't numb nuts tell because us? Because nobody, no one asked me, and I didn't know that was an, a, a a thought process. Yeah, I didn't know anyone was thinking that. So you he said I, I, it. He said we got to bet at least something. Yeah, that's what I said. I, what he didn't say we have to put it. He didn't. I wanted skin in the game is what I said. Yeah. yeah. And I never know anybody was thinking that we could only put five. Like, I didn't know anybody didn't well, have I, that. I, yeah, I, yeah, I, yeah. If, if you had said, well, why don't we just bet one? If, if all you want to do is just bet something, then I think we would. Oh, I didn't know we could bet one. I, I understand where you're coming from. We didn't say, oh, it, we should bet five because it has to be increments of five. And right. therefore, that must be the rule. Like, I didn't make that sense. Well, who would make that sense? <laughs> Nobody would make that. Of course not. Uh, I think we, but we all kind of thought five was the low, right? For, yeah. for whatever reason, yeah, every, I, well, I did think that. Round. I did think that, but it's but, a safe, it's a perfectly safe number. Yeah, but but here the main thing was, <laughs> I I was extremely tired. Jimmy, you were extremely tired. Uh, my feeling, I I wasn't like if in the light of day, I was like the the and Elliot, you should know this too because you're a very strategic thinker and you play yeah. games a lot. The only bet to make if nobody likes that category is zero. Because I, what are the chance we had? A, we had a, maybe a ten percent chance of getting it right. There's no reason well, to bet anything. Here, here's, the, here's the other thing: is that in my mind we were still behind. Right. You you did say that, and I I considered that, and that makes sense. So it's like if you're behind. Then you're counting on the other team missing bigger, and and I do think that that's part of the reason why why five seemed like the right number because we were if we were behind we're like five or ten right. behind right so and then, and if they if they were feeling kind of cocky hmm. now they clearly now we know they wagered thinking they were in the lead because they bet one yes and they got it wrong just like us and that's why they <laughs> won like by everybody. four now yeah. that now that said the logic what I wanted my logic was. Uh, I go to this thing once every three years. <laughs> Garen goes every week. If right. Garen says we bet zero, that's end of story. Right. We bet zero. This right. guy goes yeah, you every didn't, week. You didn't. I know you can second guess this all till the end of time, but you didn't fight for that, Garen. Oh, I thought oh, I didn't. I don't disagree. I, I was comfortable enough with five. Yeah. yeah. Because I don't, I don't like going zero either. Right. Yeah. I, I don't. It doesn't feel I, good. I, I, but you said zero. That was your your gut when I said, Garen, what do you think we do?" And you went, "Boom, zero. Well, yeah, because I don't geography is is yeah, yeah. I mean, my personal feeling was I 
I'm not going to get this right. If everybody else at the table were like, no, no, I'm good at like if any one person would be like, I'm pretty, I'm pretty solid in geography. Not one of us. But then the fucking question wasn't even a geography question. It's it just really what, what nation has the tallest average people? Like it was that's demographics. Yeah, that's like a sociology question or something. I don't know what Genetics. it is. Genetics. Yeah, I think it's geography. I think it's. <laughs> I guess. What you put? What, what country? That, yeah, that, but it's yeah. I guess any anything to do with countries is. I, I don't know. To me, geography is locations of countries or locations of things within countries. Right. Like what? What country has the longest river? You know, that's a geography question. Sure, oh, there's one. What, what, what country, country has, has the, the tallest people? people. <laughs> it's the same. But, but the river the is about the the land. It's not about the the people are about the land. Yeah, but people come and go. <laughs> well, that, listen, that's our world now, and we're uh, rivers are forever. <laughs> <laughs> Idiot. <laughs> Uh, all right. Bottom line, we lost, but we had a nice time. We did have a really good time. What did we time. win? We won some. Uh, you won some money for a sandwich next week or something? Yeah, we got a thirty dollar gift card. Nice. Thirty dollar gift card. Yeah. Enjoy it. Enjoy I, that. I, I had a blast. I would love to do it again when I'm not as tired. I uh, listen. I've said it before on this show, and I'm going to say it again. If it was at eight o'clock, yeah. I would be there every week. Yeah. I enjoyed. I enjoyed that. The food is delicious. The camaraderie is fun. Yeah. Even though I don't know. I don't know science, right? You know, and uh, doesn't matter if it was all like stuff you're good at. It's that wouldn't be interesting. It would be like, okay, now what are we doing here? I don't know. <laughs> Feels good to get some rights. What I was thinking about on the way home is like in Los Angeles, the people who go to things like this. If all the categories were pop culture, if they were all movies, TV, and everything, yeah. it would be a different game. And I still, I don't think I can hang with like the major like people who are really into oh, I couldn't. Nope. on those categories even though those are my strong suits i'm not gonna beat people like garen at that hey i'm an 80s music expert who would get his ass kicked <laughs> right by some other guy yeah so i like or the, lady i like that there's a sure. bit of uncertainty where it's like <laughs> nobody is in their comfort zone the whole time yeah that's that's the way it should be but when those categories come up and you know the answer that's exciting that's Feels good. Yeah. Yeah. It does feel good. Yeah, that's the dragon you're chasing. <laughs> <laughs> I felt very good having that, uh, that you getting that baseball one right. Yeah. Felt good. I felt good. Like, it, it was a struggle. To, to, I would have had it instantly, you know, five years ago when I followed the NBA better. But the, the question was, oh. who is the longest tenured NBA coach? And oh, my God. It was a that real is... struggle to get to it. But Elliot helped me get to it. He had some logic in place, and it helped me click in. It's got to be Greg Popovich. I tried, I tried to be sort of coachy. I feel like I also helped Jimmy a little bit on his one by saying, hey, every time you say, yeah. I thought I'm right, and I didn't say anything, and I was like, no, Jimmy, if yeah. you think you're right, this is your this is your thing you know. Especially if no one else has any clue. Yeah. It's like, we might as well go with you. You're, you're going to have the most educated guess. But we also went with Brezak, so that was... Uh, <laughs> <laughs> that was just some fucking was, whatever. question was, what quarterback, blah, 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 and I, yeah. well, I said... Uh, was drafted Brzezak. by the Ooh. Tigers and... The NFL team. I don't even think my guy's a real name. No, I don't, I don't think uh, so. <laughs> none of us had anything better. I haven't followed. I haven't watched a football game in it probably ten years. Well, I've been ever since my team, the LA Kiss, uh, <laughs> went, uh, went uh, belly up. I, I have not uh, followed football either. But I thought you get to keep it. Well, you, I keep my memories. <laughs> sure. For a By the way, time. I couldn't. Here's the thing: for, I couldn't for one million dollars right now tell you a name of a player on right. the team. Yeah. Oh wow! And you went to and we talked about it. Wait, no. There's a Morgan. Games. There's a Morgan. There's a cat because his name they called him Captain, Captain Morgan. Morgan. But that's it. Yeah. That's it. Was he the Was he the quarterback or was he that like he, that he, insane he, receiver? He was an insane receiver. Yeah. Um, I yeah. also want to point out that uh, there were there were televisions with ESPN and other sports channels on, <laughs> right. and I was eagle eyeing yes. every single screen just on the off chance that any quarterback name yep. right. was going to show. And it didn't. Nope. A lot of wide receiver news up there. Yeah, and, and uh, if there had been any outside name, outside tackle, there was an outside tackle name. 
like any name that because they we knew it was like a third year quarterback. So if yeah. there had been any name of a young like because I like that was my thing too. Is like I, I was glad I don't feel bad about that one because when they said it, I was like I've never even heard of this guy. So there's no like I wouldn't have been able. What to What was his name? Manny O'Manahan or what was it? It was some Irish sounding name. Yeah, I forget. When the was. Irish eyes are smiling, he was the quarterback for the Chiefs. So right, whatever that I remember. And again, to somebody who's listening right now, they would have known that at the drop of, of a hat as of quickly as you knew Greg Popovich. Well, and, that wasn't and, quick at all. It took me five oh, minutes. Oh, as quickly as uh, as uh, Liam knew Silt. <laughs> <laughs> oh, yeah. That was Liam. That was one of the ones we bet five on. I know. Yeah. Well, he but he wasn't 100% sure. He said, that sounds like it's right. Yeah. I was trying to think of whether there was anything else that made any sense, and I couldn't. No. And, and it was the, the sediment found in all uh, the, the gla- glacial, gla- glacial glacier. movement sediment, yeah. or something like that. Um, I think we're bearing the lead a little bit, though. Uh, what was the name of the team? Well, the name of the team was uh, Sketchy Timeshare, yeah. in honor of my son's team that the, those dumb kids didn't want to use. <laughs> <laughs> I, you know, I also blame the teachers on that at Second City that they didn't catch on that Sketchy Timeshare is a great name. But, I mean, A, do they care what the team name is? B. I'd like to see them give a little bit. Uh, <laughs> care but, a little bit. But then, but the more important thing is, as a teacher, don't you just, in that instance, you just go with what the kids want. Like, it's not your I, job to I overrule you, them. I think you say to them, uh, you know what? Yes, uh, Starbucks Jill is fun. But you know what? Sketchy in, in the world of improv, Sketchy Timeshare is the better name. And, you know, that's that's what we're teaching you here. You think they've kind of tucked that into their pocket for later? <laughs> That's not a bad thought either. They stole it. And my son will fucking sue them. <laughs> Let and, me, he's, and he's got every right to. Let me give you the other like the other side of the coin. Uh, and since we're in the Players Club, I feel like I can say this. Uh, Charlie's soccer team is AYSO's soccer team. Uh, they just started they, three weeks into their season. Uh, on, at their first practice, they had their first practice. At the end of the practice, their coach said, Okay, so um, here, you know, we got the uniforms. We need a team name. I've coached a few different teams over the years, and we always go with the name the Outsiders. So let's be the Outsiders. And oh no, like, well, that's not that's not a vote at all. Everyone's like, oh, okay. Now we're the Outsiders. It's a fucking terrible name for a children's soccer team. What the fuck does it even mean? Like we had to, our job as as like we were we volunteered to make the banner because every team has a banner that you put up at every game. And like, you know, if it's the tigers or whatever the fuck it is, you just get a one with a tiger on it. You know, you put pony boy up there. Well, that's the question. Like, what do you do? Put soda pop up there. I really did look at, I went like, I went to Google and I was like, what does the Outsiders movie poster even look like? Is there anything I can pull from this? No, of course not. It's just a picture of the seven dudes standing there or whatever. No, I, no, uh, how about a, how about a dirty t-shirt? How about a dirty t-shirt? <laughs> what does that even mean though? Just the dirt, the dirty tees. So we ended up choosing a thing because their color, their team color is like blue with black, bl- black and blue stripes. So to get something bluish, we found a an image on one of these banner sites that's a uh, the abominable snowman. It's like a yeti <laughs> playing soccer. Yeah, yetis are outside. They're outside. We were like anything that sort of seems like the outside. That's fine. Good oh. save. And what did the coach do? Everybody loved it. I the co- the coach is such a stonewall. Like I, I again, I'm speaking freely because we're in the players' club. I hope he doesn't hear this, <laughs> but he's just like complete. Like you cannot read this guy. He has no. He does not give anything away. So it's I have good no. For somebody who works with kids. I, <laughs> yeah. Which, by the way, it's it, with the poster. Yeah. Uh, just be grateful a family made it. Coach? Well, no, I don't know if he liked it or didn't. Yeah, like it, it sounds like he did. Maybe he liked it. Everybody else seemed to like it. They were excited to see it. 
But I, I knew going in. You got because, a photo of this? I'd like to have an opinion on this banner. Yeah, yeah. Um, Let's see what my thoughts are. Let me see if I can find it in my email. Um, so we're the outsiders. He just decides it for everybody. Yeah, I mean, I know sometimes kids pick bad names. Yeah, but, they do. That's true. But but at least it's they. At least they own it. You know. Yeah. And sometimes the parents can like last year they were the Tigers because they they had yellow jerseys. So we can't. They, they, so they're black and blue. You guys think about the bruises? <laughs> <laughs> that would have been good. So they're black and blue. You see, see my. Uh, I hear you. Outsiders is also uh, Batman's secret team. What? What? The Outsiders. Mm-hmm. Batman. Yeah, Batman has a soccer team. team. <laughs> this team he puts together to do <laughs> stuff that, that the Justice League can't do. He calls in the Outsiders. No, really? I never, I never knew that. Never knew that. That's like yeah. the inverse who's, of the Suicide Squad. Who's in the Outsiders? Uh, right now, it is uh, Black Lightning, uh, Orphan. Okay. Anyone we know? <laughs> Anyone we've heard of? Uh, Hang on, let me get Oliver in here so you can have a conversation with one human being that cares. <laughs> Here's the Outsiders banner. Let me take a look at this banner. Hey, that's great. Yeah, I like it. That's a great banner. Look at that. Got everybody na- everybody's name uh, under a soccer ball. Uh, is it all boy team, huh? They they don't do boys and girls together, which I think is ridiculous. Oh. In 2018? Right, for 6-year-olds. No, it's crazy. Look at that. Yeah, Garen, take a look at that. I think you're going to like that. Take a look at that uh, banner. Oh, I do like that. That's cool. It's nice. Yeah, you, good job. Get on, get on you, there. You can get on that. I don't, there's no... Uh, you, you want the... Uh, Names of the kids? You know what? I, the way that it somehow cropped itself, you got the coach's name out. Okay. <laughs> so, 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 no. So, yeah. I mean... But I would like to say. Anyway, I think that's a nice banner. Yeah, I do too. Let's go, I'm Outsiders. Good font. Oh, yeah. That's a, Here we go, Outsiders. Very, Here we go. Very excited when I found that Here font. Here we go, Outsiders. Here we go. Right? I can see that. You know what? I'm on board with the Outsiders now. So, so in my mind, because the Outsiders isn't like I, I decided in my head. So this is going to be a team like the the Phoenix Suns, where the team name is one thing, and then the mascot is something else. The, yeah. The Phoenix Suns have a gorilla as their mascot. I don't know why it's a gorilla, but it's just a gorilla. So the Outsiders, they have a Yeti. That's their thing. <laughs> so if you want to call us the Yetis, that's cool too. Also, but you do have an obsession with Sasquatch. So I, yeah, well, that, that did play into it. All right, <laughs> yeah, no, let's not no ignore question. that part of that. But because we went on vacation this past summer, we went to Washington State, which is very, that's where the sort of Bigfoot lore is, is one of the hot spots up in Olympic National Park. Charlie became obsessed with Bigfoot too because there's Bigfoots everywhere up there. Real ones and like pictures, posters, carvings. Uh, so he was on board with that. What if you threw a... Hi. <laughs> Why are you just staring at me? <laughs> I'm listening. I don't know when this is going to end. I, I, I'm, I'm, showing an, I'm showing an interest. How am I the bad guy? It was very obvious I was done talking. That's when you. That's your turn to say something like, okay, cool. I don't know. You know you're Johnny Long-Winded. I don't know when they... I, I put a period at the end of that sentence like know. anybody... Yeah, but you always put periods and then uh, you start up again. I, don't, I thought maybe that was going to be another one. Unfair. I don't want to interrupt this. I don't know what the, the coach is going to do. I'm, st- I'm, I'm giving you a little coach action. Garen, your thoughts? I was going to say, hey. what, if you, what if you threw a little jean jacket on that Sasquatch in your picture? I wanted, I did want to do something like that. I thought it would be funny if he had like a, like a, a cigarette a pack sleeve. rolled up in his oh, sleeve yeah. or, or like a switchblade, but uh, I didn't think it was going to go over Are well. we okay if we do that if we put the accent on jacket and not jean? Is that what I did? You uh, you said it uh, very uh, to my uh, uh, jean jacket. Uh, wait, I, no, I can't even do it. Jean jacket. You did it in a way jean, that my jean jacket. <laughs> yeah, it was very odd where the uh, accent was. Hmm. 
We put a little jean jacket on there, a jean jacket. Maybe, I think it's maybe jean because jacket. in my head jean I wanted jacket. to say denim jacket, and I said jean regardless of my thoughts. Yeah. Mm. So maybe it just... Jean, jean the dancing machine, huh? Yeah. Yeah, it plays into this at all. No. What, Elliot? No. I was uh, the only thing I can say though is that uh, I guess my, you do have something. Yeah, I, I've always got something. <laughs> no, no. The only thing I can say. So why did you object? It's so, so weird. <laughs> yeah, you could have just gone into it. Be, uh, look, I'm always on my heels here. Anyway, <laughs> that's fair. So my, my my sister's AYSO team. By the way, my sister was uh, a little older than Charlie when she mm. started. Uh, big ball of red hair. Um, Your sister has red hair. Oh yeah. That's the first we've heard about this. Yeah, there's, there's, there's a decent amount of red hair in my uh, yeah. Jeep. Was that? I, I, I'm not. I'm not making jokes here. I, I, I'm, I have a very serious. Was that rough for her growing up? To have that big ball of red hair. I mean, I think she mostly was okay with it as a as a young kid, but um, eventually being called little orphan Annie got old. Yeah, yeah I would imagine. Yeah. Bozo, I can imagine that plays into it. I don't know. I don't recall. Bozo that. the clown. Ginger Jufro. <laughs> oh she did have a Jufro. Uh, you know, these uh, are things I would have said. <laughs> these, that's my go-to. TJF. That'd be rough. I mean, every every kid gets hit with something. Oh yeah. And yeah. then, you know, you imagine like that. You, that's a target. I, I told yeah. you my my favorite insult that uh, that ever happened to me when I was in elementary school. Your favorite. insult? My favorite. No, you, you, you understand were insulted why. so many times. Yeah, oh yeah, no, you no, had no, to tip the cap. To yeah, this but one. I had to tip the cap. I was on the playground. And this kid, I don't even know who he was. He was in another class, but somehow he knew my name. Uh, he said, uh, if you had a T to the front of your name and spell it backwards, it's toilet. Wow. And I was super impressed because I thought about it for a second. I'm like, you're right. That is some like rain man insult. Wow. <laughs> you had to do math to figure out that insult. No, I couldn't even get really mad or insulted or upset because you'd spent so much time yeah. figuring it out. And he's right. And, yeah. right. and it's not even it's the funny part it's not even insulting you it's just mad at it's letters just a fact <laughs> no. I mean it's just, just a straight a fact, fact. Right. he could have said it yeah, with but malice can but use facts to insult you yeah but oh, he, he also this. could have said it like hey you know what if you put a T in front of your name and turn it backwards it would spell toilet isn't that weird like <laughs> could, like could I'm just that. I'm just realizing it I'm not insulting you it's yeah. just, just just but true. it wasn't that was not how it was no, of course not because it was almost like a as I recall and of course who knows if my memory's accurate but as I recall it, it was kind of like a drive-by insult like he ran up yeah. said it and ran away that's but how I recall like at least you know the, the thing about that is if you you know as an adult you can look back and say like that was an insult, but that kid was thinking about you. Yeah, and why? Like, like, like that, that's like, you know, if you had the presence of mind to be like, okay, but you're obsessing about my name, weirdo. Like, what are you doing? Or may, maybe he just has figured that out once, and every time he finds out somebody's yeah. name is Elliot, yeah. he has to make sure to let them know. But the worst part is you spell it with one T. It wouldn't even be true. For a double L or a double if, T. Yeah, if, there were, if it was spelled any other way, that's yeah. not it true. It reduces the odds. It this does. kid got you. He totally got it. And he's me. still in your fucking head this many years later. <laughs> Rightly I so. I mean. Yeah, that's very impressive. I wouldn't go a day without thinking about that if I were you. Like, I, I know me. I know yeah. I would go. Yeah, that's my name. Did he then just call, call you Toilet Hokeberg like every time he saw you? See, here's the thing. You never, never saw him never again. Saw him again. <laughs> that so kid like know. dropped out of the sky. It was, he was like a time lord who just like showed up to tell you you were an asshole. <laughs> and then leave. time lord. <laughs> But anyhow, so the thing I was going to say is my sister's uh, soccer team, she was an AYSO as well, yeah. which met for some reason. When she did gymnastics, I had to do gymnastics, even though I was older. I don't know why. Um, so her team name was the Giggles. They the were, it was, Giggles? Yeah. Oh, boy. 
I don't like that one. No, but it was perfect for them. And they, by the way, they won like four years ago. Goddamn right they did. The giggles were hot. And my yeah. sister hot was, squad. A great, was a great goalie. The, uh, I'm sure the headlines read, giggles are no joke. <laughs> <laughs> yes, yeah. the very famous headlines. Unbeaten streak continues. <laughs> but yeah, they, they were, they and they were, she went to uh, soccer camp even at one mm-hmm. point. And, yeah. So. The the thing that I it is a good name except if when you're in my position of having to come up with like what the banner for oh, that yeah. is what, what what is the emblem of the giggles? is it just a kid on the ground rolling around laughing Woo-hoo. I know exactly it, there's an Today image that a... comedy clubs used a lot in the 80s and 90s it, it, of a guy mm-hmm. every every almost every comedy club used this on banners or mm-hmm. and I can't that, that's who you would use what if it was you know the um, the comedy and drama um, masks, you know, those things. Yeah. What if it's that, but they're both smiling? I like it. Oh, yeah. Giggles. <laughs> Giggles. Yeah. Anyway, that's my. Comedy. I just, it, it was so like, I wish they'd just been the Panthers or something, you know, like that would have been fun. I like the Outsiders. You know, I'm, I've come around on this. Okay. The Banners convinced me. I mean, it is fun. It Like the very first What are the first other game, team names? Um... I, you know what? That's a great question. Last te- the last team we played didn't have their banner yet, so I don't really know what their name was. Oh. It probably said in the email. Let me look. Um, but yeah, I, I it was worth it for the first game out uh, when Elise said "Stay Gold." Uh, like <laughs> the team was <laughs> taking the field, she was like "Stay Gold," and uh, I was like, "Okay, this is great." Then, um, let's all right. See. So let's say you were going to be a dictatorial coach like this jerkwad. Hmm. Um, I, yeah, I mean, I don't know. Those are totally, words. totally fair to say that. <laughs> those, I, I wouldn't that, go that right? far. Those are Elliot's words, not Met Bell. But what would what would your enforced name for a group of children playing a game which they may almost keep score of? What would you insist the name be? You mean if I could pick any name? Yeah, if you were the coach and you're going to be like this guy and say, "Here's the name I always pick." Oh, um, I don't know, because I wouldn't pick the same name every time. I would try to, like, tailor it to the color of the uniform or whatever. Oh, okay. If I had to push come shove, I'd have to go with the outsider. <laughs> wow. <laughs> you should get together with this guy, then. Um, He's a gentleman with a lady's name, is he not? That's true. Yeah. You know what? It's weird. The emails just say we're playing Team 6 or whatever. I don't. It doesn't say their name. You know what? I, I'll be honest. I may go with that as well. Team 6. <laughs> team 6. It's you know, not bad. Yeah. yeah. We're soccer Team 6. Yeah. And then you, oh, then you have bad, the, the right? Big Hero 6 uh, guy. Yeah. With him. Baymax. Yeah. That's a good Put a little Bin Laden on the goal. Yeah. The team's goal. Yeah. <laughs> Seal Team 6. Yeah, I get it. Yeah. <laughs> oh, you get the mas- The mascot could be Seal. The, uh, Seal. Oh, that yeah. would be That'd, that'd be, be amazing. Yeah. I, nice looking subtle. Looking through all the banners on the banner websites that I was like spent way too long looking through, I was struck by how many team like based on what they have. I just assume that these are popular team names. A lot of them are just pop culture, like like the Turtles, the Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles, or like you know the you power sure, the power sure rangers flow and eddie <laughs> it could be, it could be flow and eddie. Oh, that explains the tambourine okay yeah. <laughs> <laughs> i was wrong uh no but it, it literally is like they have like the avengers and it's just the avengers nope. logo See, i don't like that it's i don't too, like corporate i don't like going corporate but i do the, uh, like outside the context of marvel i do like the name the avengers that's a good team yeah name. but it's just too much of the zeitgeist right now you can't use it i agree if the, if that franchise weren't up and running like 20 years ago that's a good it's, team it's name. very simple you just have a bowler hat and an umbrella and then you're set <laughs> that, that's why everyone wants to punch you Elliot. <laughs> <laughs> you have to go british tv show on avengers it's an awesome TV show. The movie, but you have great. to know this. Nobody thinks that first. What Matt said is right. Everyone wants to punch you. <laughs> I've never watched the TV show, to be honest, and I never will. All right. So in your face. It's, it's, <laughs> it's worth 
watching. It's it's like the British Batman. It's 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 silly and uh, wait a minute. Cool. I've never heard of this British Batman. What's that? Well, no, I'm just saying that. It, oh, oh, the Avengers. oh, I thought you meant there was like another Batman TV series in no, no. England that was like oh, a different awesome production. We should, we should that, that would be incredible. Imagine that. A British, a British where, <laughs> where the butler's American. <laughs> right. And everyone else is British. <laughs> oh, God, I would love that. Well, there's talk now of John Hamm being Batman, or at least John Hamm's, uh, uh was interviewed, I guess, and said he wants to be Batman or something. Do you remember years ago when I said that he should be Superman and he was like, oh, that's ridiculous. I'm too old. Uh which I don't, I don't take any like Superman could be any age. Like yeah. it doesn't have to be like the young Superman. Uh, that would be fantastic. He'd be a great Batman. He would be an amazing Batman. But I, I wanted very clear that I did a part of Patrol with him where we talked about it, uh, us uh, going and pitching to Warner Brothers, Batman and Robin. I remember that. Yes, I'm Batman. He's Robin. <laughs> <laughs> so I want, uh, I want to get that uh, video out and in case this. Well, is if, happen. if it happens, that video I'm not a bad Robin. We'll make the rounds. I'm not a bad Robin. His Batman. Look, no offense to you, Robin cannot be over fifty years old. <laughs> that makes First no all, sense. I'm forty four. <laughs> you could be Nightwing. How could be Nightwing? But if he's older, if a if a Bruce Wayne, but Robin can't be older than Batman. Well, he, he, all right. So, so I'm. Uh, am I older than John Hamm? I have to. Assume I think so. I am. Yeah. yeah. Um, the uh, he looks older though because he looks like a man. <laughs> right. You know what I mean? That's There's, true. There are some different options, though, for, for Batman in the DC universe. And since DC is, like, totally scattered and they're probably multidimensional at this point, there's there's the version of Batman in another universe where Batman is is actually his dad instead of him. Right. That would be Flashpoint. Right. And then, um, and then there's uh, Batman Beyond, yeah. where you could have a grown-up Robin. No problem, because all the people have aged out of being the superheroes and now you have the next generation. So, I mean, you could pitch that. So who's it going to be? If it's, if it's, let's take me out of the equation. Well, hold on. What, if it's not going to be me, who should it be? Because <laughs> uh, I don't disagree. I'm, I, obviously, I, I'm not the right I, guy. I, I think, I think the. I'm also not an actor. I think the Batman Robin paradigm is slightly not, I'm not going to say problematic, but it, it's, it's a little bit odd for modern day times in movies what, a, 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 a young ward having a ward is weird in modern day America. well they would have to do it tim drake not dick grayson right tim drake wasn't his ward he right. was just a smart kid who tracked down who batman was okay and so subsequently became, and there's also Dam- damien uh, or whatever <clears throat> damien wayne is john is john wayne <laughs> bruce wayne's son yeah what about? Let me ask you a question. What, remember the uh, the last was the last Batman movie where uh, the uh, Gordon Levitt wasn't he supposed to be Robin? And did that all disappear? Uh, wasn't he supposed to make a Robin movie? Like it end, Remember the movie ended with him, and we thought this guy's got to be Robin. Yeah, yeah. Oh no, when he said his name was Robin, and I wanted to throw up in my mouth. Yeah, that, <laughs> that happened. We have a moratorium on the throw up in the mouth as a phrase in here, Garen. Oh, sorry, yeah. but it's um, a long-standing rule. Yeah, like everyone thought he was going to... You You didn't get a nice charge out of that? No, because it was way too on the nose. If he would have said, oh, my real name is Richard, that would have been, oh, shit, he's actually Dick Grayson. That would have made much more sense than... Right. Him yeah, saying no my middle name is Robin that, or whatever yeah, it was. Like, that's that's Right. It's too you. on the nose. Yeah, I did not... And it's not canon. Not good. But I would say, like... If you're asking, like, should there be a Robin, who would it be? But isn't he a good choice, that Gordon Levitt? I think that's a good choice. Well, I mean, but if, if you're really sticking to what the, the original idea is, he should be a teenager, right? Yeah, I mean, but John Hamm is older, so this guy would be older. He'd be a great yeah. Nightwing, like a great yeah, exactly. Dick Grayson. 
even now. Yeah. Um, I'm going to think about this. But like a teenager? But wait, here's the question I have for you, Garen, because I thought I read something about that they were toying with making a, like you were saying, Elliot, a, a, another universe Batman where it's like, it's like more detective noir. That's what's, what. What's that? The rumor was for the new movie was going to be. I don't think that's still happening. Although they're doing a Joker movie. Mm-hmm. That's more like that, like hmm. a crime movie with. Yeah. I think Scor- uh, Scorsese's producing it. Oh. Hmm. Interesting. Um, what about the kid that played McLovin as Robin? <laughs> <laughs> there was a kid. His name was Ryan Potter, who would have been a great Tim Drake. He is the voice of. Uh, hero in big hero six oh okay hmm. uh he would have been great um there's some guy that the internet was all hot on like for for that for for dark for nightwing and i saw the picture and i was like yep that guy looks like he should be night like i don't know who he is i can't remember where like he came from but it's you know it's, it's gonna be it'll be someone like from some cw show like someone from riverdale right. or something oh there you go yeah. what about zach efron <sighs> too old yeah, with too, John Hamm, too along, soft. alongside John Hamm, Zach Efron's too soft. Yeah, that guy's nothing but abs. He, but he's got a baby face. He's nothing but <laughs> abs. You you saw The Greatest Showman. He's like he's he's a baby face. I soft. think if they go Robin, abs. it's going to be a girl. It's going to go yeah. like Dark Knight Returns. That'd be cool. It'll be a girl. Yeah, I'd like to see that. Did you hear this rumor that Michael B. Jordan is is considered being considered for Superman? No, Interesting. I don't yeah. know how. Jesus Christ! The South is, is going to. Re- it's going to be <laughs> just be straight up Superman, or not? Not like they're not doing Steel or some. It, from what I saw, it was like they're considering him for Superman, and that will that will start the Civil War. Oh, it, <laughs> it will. will be it. That will be. I think it's a cool idea. Yeah, it's a great, great idea. And who but cares? I, I'm, I'm possessive of him because his he's in the Marvel universe, even though. He's not. He's no longer. Well, Cab- Cable's in both. The guy who plays Cable, right? Isn't he in both universes? Um, no, he's in he's Avengers in two, and Deadpool. Yeah, he's in two oh. different Marvel universes. Oh, okay. Which will probably merge, and once this corporate merger happens, I'm assuming those universes will merge. But um, but that doesn't matter because Thanos is CG, so like it's still his oh, voice, right, right, but right, it's right. it's it like doesn't look like him. It kind of looks like him, but uh, I don't know. We'll see. Don't know. You don't know what? What do you mean you don't know? <laughs> I don't know about Dick. I don't know about Robin. I don't know. Oh, you're back to that. I don't know the answer. I thought you were saying you don't know about Michael B. Jordan. No. No, I know about him. He's good. I got no problem with it. But there's going to be some Billy's very upset. I, I like very selfish, not selfishly. Why, why would it be selfish? It's <laughs> a weird word to use. I kind of wish that he had been Black Panther just because I want him to continue being in Marvel movies. Um, He's going to be Superman, I hear. <laughs> yeah, that's no good to me. You don't go see a DC movie? The last DC movie I saw was Wonder Woman. Loved it. I might see Aquaman. Let me ask you a question. Yeah. Did you love it or were we all all caught up post-election with that? No, I I straight up love it. You've seen it again? Uh, No, I haven't watched it again. But Uh, but I I, I know how I felt about it. I know how I felt about it, too. But I had clear eyes and a full heart. I don't know. Couldn't lose. I I, I I enjoyed that movie. And the only thing, the only dig I can make on it is they decided that all the people from Themyscira had her accent. (laughs) <laughs> right they had like they're like well she can't lose the accent so everybody's yeah. israeli now yeah. <laughs> like, which, that's the which choice is fine i mean that's you know if you, you make that choice i didn't care about that yeah. i didn't care about but that. but i didn't notice it what the one thing i cared about is that it had the same shitty Zack snyder like 
post you know making everything look dark and weird yeah great like it didn't that that film it didn't even make sense for that movie to be that way because it's set in world war one it'd be nice to have a bright superhero movie yes i think shazam might be be a little closer but that also has a little bit of that that. really good though it does look good that's not so much right Yeah, I think so. March of 19. Yeah, I'm all over Shazam. Shazam. And I don't give a crap about that character, but that looks like a good movie. It's my favorite character of all time. Captain Marvel. <laughs> Love him. Yeah. Okay. Love him. He says Shazam. Yeah. Lightning bolt comes down. Then the next half hour, I get to watch ISIS. I enjoy <laughs> I the Shazam yeah. ISIS hour. Yeah. Who played ISIS? What was that woman's name? Oh, I don't remember. I think it was... Was uh, it Catherine Bach? It was Bin Laden. <laughs> I know. It's a different organization. It's a whole different group. Beard. al who, give me the initials on who played ISIS in the Shazam ISIS hour, Garen. I'm trying to look it up on the... Wait, was that... Li- are you talking about a live action? Yeah. yeah. Oh, I never saw that. I, I know the cartoon. Electra Woman and Dyna Girl and all Shit, that. Shit, yeah. that was before my time. They had an ISIS cartoon when yeah. I was a kid, but... We're talking about the Shazam ISIS hour. Damn. The first half hour would be Shazam. Yeah. No, is that what it was? Or would it weekly, like you'd get Shazam one week, I can't remember. ISIS the next? I can't remember. I, 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 rem- I remember that show existing... I was more, because you could only watch one of the things, because at that point, I didn't even have a VCR available to me as a kid. So, hmm. and, and you're going to record something on Saturday morning on another television? Um, no, you were not. But I, I, I didn't even have two TVs. I like borrowed Space Nuts. And, Neither did I. Well, we had like some black and white TVs in another room. My dad liked having television. Were we allowed to say black and white in 2018? <laughs> <laughs> Is that acceptable? My, uh, Michael Jackson said it. No, that's right. It doesn't matter. Mm-hmm. That's right. You said it doesn't matter. If you're thinking uh, about JC, my by the way. JC the is the actress's name yeah. who played Isis in Je- the Shazam oh my, Isis. This hour. is an out of the box guess. Was it Jessica Chastain? <laughs> no, it was not. She'd be a great she Isis was, if they're going to reboot that. She was not born yet, probably. Well, there's no, it's no way that it's Joan Collins. <laughs> that would be amazing. No. Um, I'm, not, I'm never going to pull this. Who is it? Joanna Kearns? Cameron. Oh, yeah, of course. Joanna Kearns is with a K. Yes, it is. <laughs> but maybe she changed it. Uh, this is Joanna Cameron, who uh, was uh, very popular in the 70s. She was on the show, The Shazam Isis Hour. <laughs> yeah, never heard of that. And then you probably also remember her as well from the Shazam. I- maybe she had a huge career. I don't know anything about this woman. Yeah. I remember probably uh, beating it to it. Remember that? What? Probably masturbated to it. Really? No question. To Isis? I think so. She was very sexy. Can we isolate that? That you masturbated to ISIS? <laughs> no, we cannot. <laughs> and don't do it, Viney. Don't fuck this up. Well, you didn't really say it. So I think hey, Garen, what year was that? Uh, let's let's confirm if I did or if I, or if I just had some uh, feelings down there. Uh, <laughs> 74 to 76, it went no. from Shazam. And then 75 to 77, it was... You were eight. The Shazam ISIS. 77, I was 11. Oh, okay. That's, that's, that's in your that's in your wheelhouse. But you're not beating off at 11, right? Doesn't 11 to what? Wait, what did you say? No, it would be 11 would be the high of the oh, age. Okay. Huh. Um, Definitely an attractive lady. Yeah, right? Yeah. Joanna Cameron is her name. Mm-hmm. But she do anything else after that, Garen? Go to, yeah. Go to the IMDb and let's see what, uh, what Joanna did after that. Anything she, of import. I mean, I don't know. It doesn't look like Probably went to soap operas. That seems... She would probably be a successful likely, soap she, opera. Maybe she was doing soap operas at the same time. She did a lot of TV movies. Yeah, that makes sense. That's, that's Cameron's back. So, Garen, you think Aquaman's going to be a, a no-go? It just looks a little too... Cartoon? That, it, it, he's it, too bro-y for me. He's like, that's not... Yeah. Yes! I still don't understand why they didn't just like kind of like put some blonde streaks in his hair. It's like... It, it's. I know there's been different versions of Aquaman, but like it, it just doesn't 
like like my kids we were watching that trailer and they were like which one's aquaman i'm like exactly you don't even know who aquaman is looking at him because it doesn't there's nothing about him that reads aquaman you have to understand the branding of your characters like for 50 70 years whatever people have been like that's aquaman the guy with the blonde hair that be the argument about superman if it's michael b jordan well you could you could but superman the costume's iconic so that's okay but no because because aquaman the aquaman color is yellow so you could have that same guy, okay, bright yellow. That, that would be the other choice. Yeah. Put the put the classic costume on him. Yeah. So at or least a there's ver- some or a element version of it. Right, right, right. But that I understand why they don't want to do that because it looks out of place in the universe they've created. Like everything else is kind of dark. Well, but he could. There's got to be a fish that has those colors. He could just say he's trying <laughs> to look like that fish. It's like Finding Nemo all of a sudden. Exactly. He's running around with orange and green. Uh, now, did you, you have you guys watched Brave and the Bold? No. Um, so the soap opera, uh, Bat- <laughs> Batman, Brave and the Bold. Oh um, wait, maybe I did. The uh, the Aquaman character, notwithstanding what he looked like, that character I really like. He's kind of like a like a like a Valhalla ish sort of like, oh, we're gonna fight and it's, everything's great and this is so much fun that we're being superheroes. Mm-hmm. Like that would be awesome. Right. Why does it all have to be angry? I guess is my. Yeah. I, I know I sound like a fifty year old man, but why did why does every superhero movie now need to be? You know, dark and angry. I don't think they all have to be. I think that's the choice DC made, and they just, for, even in the face of everyone disliking it, saying. they <laughs> will not do. That's what I'm saying. Why does it need to be? What, I don't know. The world is spoken. We. That's not what we grew up with, right? No. I, I think it's because they were building off of or trying to build off of Dark Knight. Dark Knight. Yeah. Yeah. But but it makes sense for Batman. It doesn't make sense exactly. For, Superman is not a dark and gritty character. Right. He's hope. He's he's the know, opposite. Yeah. yeah. And and to gritify. I mean that movie. I think that movie was was that way more specifically because Zack Snyder thinks he's like a modern day Terrence Malick, and yeah. he's which is insane. Not anywhere near that. <laughs> yeah, that's a crazy thing to say. Uh, so he tried to make it have more gravitas than it. Yeah, did. That, that's the depth of those movies is when they take themselves too seriously. I will tell you this about Aquaman. Uh, uh, I've seen the commercials on the television, and I uh, have said zero, no, thank you, pass. Mm. But as Matt Donahue and I were walking on the boardwalk in um, Atlantic City, the Trop or one of the casinos uh, had a big, huge screen out front. Mm. And one of the things that they advertised over and over and over was Aquaman. And it did look kind of cool on a big screen. Yeah. It that's looked the, that's really cool. That's what I'm cool. saying. There, it could be kind of cool. It looked, and it almost looked 3D-ish even on this non-3D screen. Huh. And like him going through and like the, you know, the, around the different uh, life forms and such down yeah. in the sea. And then of course something would happen where you'd go, oh, that's ridiculous. Now there's a flying turtle or some bullshit. Right. And you'd go, no, thank you. Um, well, there was that shot in the Justice League trailer where they're just like, he's jumping onto a, he's jumping off the Batmobile or yes. something. And I was like, this is, it crystallizes, this one shot crystallizes why I fucking hate these movies. It's this, it's visual overload. It doesn't look good. It's ugly and fakey looking, but also too much for your eyeballs to even yeah. comprehend. And uh, I don't know why they're doing it. <laughs> like, if you need to slow mo a shot just to understand what you're looking at, then you've that's you've made a mistake. Could, as a could filmmaker. this be a China market thing? Yeah, I think uh, it's China market. <laughs> it's got to be China market. Well, th- I know it's that's China. That's probably doll. where a lot of people are going to end up seeing that movie. Right? No, they're definitely. I mean, I'm you don't sure think it's going to do well here. I meant like bootlegs, but oh. it, it'll do okay. You're I'll to see it. You but... say the the Chinese like a bootleg? Is that what you're saying? No, I'm saying you can go down to a China market and get that bootleg. Oh, oh I see. Go down to the China market. I watched yeah. a thing where it said that the whole reason why the Transformers movies are the way they are is because they do so well, mostly in China, but also in that part of the world. Yeah. And I wonder, like, 
I can't imagine that Batman v Superman did very well over there because it's such a brooding. Don't know. Look it up. Box office mojo. Yeah, China. China but, market. <laughs> but but for the Justice League movie and maybe for this, maybe that's maybe they're kind of pushing towards that. China. Yeah. <laughs> Talking about China. I know China that our market. president talks quite a bit about China. He talks about China. He's, no, I mean, I know he's the a good guy, man. <laughs> sure. He's a good guy. He's he's warned these people this hurricane has the risk of being wet. Yeah. Tremendously wet. This man should be. Oh, okay. <laughs> <laughs> it made 90. Uh, five million. 95.7 million. But it, I don't know what million? that means. Justice League. Like, compare that to, like, Avatar. A million sounds like not that much. It isn't that much because here it made. I don't, it doesn't have the... Or like compared to uh, Infinity War, for example. Did you happen to say, while well, I looked it up, did you happen to say how much money Kevin Spacey's most recent movie made opening weekend? No. Uh, what was his most recent movie? Uh, Garen, what's the name of Kevin Spacey's most recent movie? Did they oh, re- God, it's b- something boys, something. Yeah. Oh, that's like good. Fraud like, boys. All right, you know what? Hit, hit it, because I, I want you guys to bet on this. Oh, hit, oh hit boy. It. Hit it. And and I will... I will. Whoever closest will win. All right. When did this come out? Can we know that? Two weeks ago. Oh, shit. Okay. Infinity War. In China, Infinity War total, $359 million. Yeah. So, more, oh, yeah, more so than tripled. Tripled. Yeah. Batman versus Superman. Are you winning on this bet, Garen? Throw me a chip. No, I, I know what. I know oh, what you know the answer. But how about how about Justice League? Can you, what what Justice League do in China? Oh. It's like ninety million. I thought. I thought no, 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 that, that was, was uh, Batman versus that was, which uh, that was the uh, one I said probably didn't do well because it's yeah. not, it doesn't follow the Transformers. Right. All right, so right, you have right. a chance here to win a dollar, you guys. It's exciting. A dollar. All right. So, right. so Garen, you already looked this up, or you knew the answer? I saw the article. You saw the article. All right. So I'm going to start the bidding. 106 million for Justice League. So not that much more. That's not that much more. No. Right. So that 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 torpedoes my theory. Yeah. Torpedoes are under the uh, ocean, and the uh, Aquaman's there. Yeah. So I like your tie-in. Justice League only made two hundred twenty-nine million here. Oh boy! I'm gonna say the most recent Kevin Spacey movie made twelve thousand five hundred dollars. Twelve thousand in opening <laughs> wow. weekend. Opening weekend. Opening week. Twelve thousand five hundred dollars opening weekend. Uh wow! That's a, that feels like actually a good guess because I'm imagining it's not on that many screens. I'm actually gonna go lower than you, Matt. That's your prerogative. I'm going to go $8,000. $8,000 opening weekend for a Kevin Spacey vehicle in 2018. Billionaire Boys Club, it's called. All right. Garen, do you want to announce how much money it made uh, opening weekend? Uh, well, I have what I'm opening on Friday. What's the full weekend? Just uh, out of box office mojo. It's... Uh, <laughs> oh, no. I Let went, I went the, high on this? Fuck. Let me get the correct amount. It's, Talk is, it, is it like, is it like well, $600? It's <laughs> What the fuck? Oh my god! Is it not even quadruple digits? Well, Garen, I'm going to write down what, what, what when you look it up. Just say it, tell, Jimmy. Tell if us, you tell, know, tell, just tell say it. Tell us how many screens. Because Garen's looking something that. else up. I, this, this is what I thought it was. Garen, that was the opening day. Okay, that was so opening day. All right. So I, I, I don't know what the weekend. Okay. I apologize. I was only going well, by right, opening day, but we're still going for opening weekend. It. I don't it, know the answer. The to this. domestic. Uh, take right now on Billionaire's Boy Club is N.A. <laughs> oh, it doesn't even show doesn't up on Box up. Office Mojo? No. Right, so, Garen, announce uh, how much money made opening night. Opening night, $126. Oh, my Jesus. God. $126. Oh, wow. That's that is 10, 10 people. Tickets? That's 10 people. 
That's if 10 that. people. It may 10. not even be 10 people. It might, it might be, have been might pricier be theater. Oh, here we go. T- Hollywood Reporter estimates the movie made just over $600. Matt, you just said that. The entire weekend in 11 theaters. Okay. And then an average of six people saw the movie in each theater. So who's wow. going to see that? Who's going to see? Are those know. movie pass tickets? Like, you're like, hey, we're here. I mean, I just well, like. There's going to be some diehard Spacey fans. That's the thing. Sure. Like, we know how much anger and hatred uh, Anthony got when that all went down. Well, aren't those people going to, the, to support their guy? Like, I, but, well, but here's the thing. But if, the, if a movie's not advertised, you don't know it exists. Exactly. That's, that's yeah, right. I, I didn't even know true. that that was out right. there. And so, so I, there could be a bunch of fans who they're just going to learn now about it from our podcast. I'm going to call this a push. What do you guys think? <laughs> no, you lost. <laughs> you lost. <laughs> don't, Jerome, I, don't, I don't trust it right now. <laughs> um, all right. We got some mail here to open. Let's take a break. When we come back, we've also got to uh, dive deep. Matt Belknap went on a uh, field trip Monday night. Mm-hmm. We got to find out about that. We've also got to open up these. Uh, these uh, we got three boxes here that we have to open. Um, I would push some to the next episode, but I, I fear that they may be time, time sensitive because okay. they've been because we were not here last week and some right. arrived last week. Mm-hmm. Uh, so uh, we'll be back right after this. Hey guys, Matt here with some dates for you. No guests this week, obviously, so I'll just tell you that Never Not Funny is on Twitter at Never Not Funny. It's on Facebook at facebook.com slash Never Not Funny. There is talk of an Instagram account coming. We will uh, we'll be working on that, and uh, we'll let you know when it happens. Also, he's at Jimmy Pardo. He's at Garen. Uh, my name is Garen. He's at Elliot Hopeberg. Uh, I'm on Instagram only at this point. I'm Matt Belknap on Instagram. So uh, check out all those accounts and enjoy them. Follow them. Do all that stuff. Jimmy Pardo is going to be at Flappers in Burbank October 19th and 20th with Matt Donaher. Then he's at the, well, we actually never not funny. He's at the Middle East in Cambridge, Mass. October 25th. Sold out show. Sorry if you missed out on it. October 26th, the Draft House in Washington, D.C. Also now sold out. Again, apologies. But if you're in D.C., maybe you make the drive down to Virginia Beach for October 27th matinee show. That is Zyder's American Dream Theater, 2 p.m. matinee on the 27th of October. Jimmy's doing stand-up that night. Get a package deal if you want to go to both shows. You save a little money buying tickets to both. And then Jimmy's going to be at Penguins in Cedar Rapids on November 9th and 10th. All his dates and deets are at jimmyparter.com. Click the tour link and enjoy. Hey, everybody. Welcome back to the program, episode 23E. E stands for what? What name will it be? What name will it be? If it was a musician, who would it be? Who would it be? But it's an actor. If it was a musician, who who, who did we say? Who was the E when we did? Uh, did we do male singers? I don't think we did. We just bit, we did bands, did right? bands. Maybe yeah. we did a last name. Maybe it was the last name. Maybe, I know maybe. there was a name situation because I had a whole drama with my wanting certain names. And then, yeah. Oh, you know, right. That's right. Yeah. Huh. Never gonna give. Never gonna give. Never gonna give. Boy, God. 21 was artist by last name. Artist by last name. But so we, not gender, just male or female. Yeah. So we could circle uh-huh. back, uh, if need be, to uh, go gender with first name for music, and uh, mm-hmm. that'll be fun. We could yeah. do that. Something to think about for future episodes. This is going to be going based on the last episode, another 18 years or 30, whatever, whatever you said we're going to be doing this. Yeah. 5302. 50, what did you say? 5302? 50, yeah. 53B. What do we got? Uh, these are, uh, we're doing fruits this year, this season. Doing fruits. Uh, fruits you can mush. What you guys got? You guys got bananas? All right, split it up. <laughs> Dane Coffee comes in with a gray beard. <laughs> guys, I, I don't know how much longer I can give you guys money. I don't like, by the way, that this is no longer out of my pocket. I still don't get a chance. I don't get a chance to win the money. Hmm. Oh, maybe Dane, true. maybe Dane Coffee should uh, next time. And by the way, that's assuming Dane wants to continue doing this. 
maybe Dane should, uh, with the money, he puts in a uh, 26 envelopes. Oh, you know what? Yeah, but you, you, we could do it the way we do it now, but then you're trying to match him, and then you win if that's you right. match him. But yeah. then we're all trying to still match you, because I still like trying to match you. You like that part of it. Well, that's... I'm never going to... like. I'm never going to give you up, first of all. That's true, I don't. <laughs> but I also... You are not. You don't think you're going to match uh, Dane Coffey? I think that's harder. I think I can get inside your head a little bit. I see. At times, but I don't know where he's coming from. You think you're inside my head today. You think you're going to win this money. I, I might do. be inside your head, too. Yeah, I do. I do, I do think I do think that. Hmm. I think there's a. I think there's a name that pops to mind, or at least for me, okay. there was a, there was an e name that popped. If we all have the same answer, I'm going to be very upset. Well, let's let's say let's, you'll be five you'll five dollars more than you can have we, before. Be, because it's a gang, can we break with tradition and just go one, two, three, and all three of us say it at the same time? Sure, you ready to do it right now? Yeah. All right, okay. let's get it out of the way, and uh, and then here we go because uh, we do have this mail to open up, and we got yeah. uh, some other items of business. All right. Uh, all right, ready? Uh, one, two, three. Eric Estrada. Okay. Oh, okay. We have three different yeah. names. All I heard, I heard Eric Estrada. Yeah, Emilio heard, Estevez. Emilio Estevez and Eric Stone Street. Eric Stone Street. Mm. All right. What do the What do the fans have to say? Uh, sure. So let's go to the fans early. Fun. Yeah. Uh, I like all these answers. Let's start with. Uh, oh, you got your uh, Eric Idle, Elijah Wood, Edward Norton, Ed Harris, Ed Helms, Ed Begley Jr., Eoni Shaloup. <laughs> Um, <laughs> Elliot Hochberg. Elliot Hochberg. I do have two IMDb credits. Great oh, answer. There you go. Elliot Gould, Ed O'Neill, and Edward James Olmos. Wow. Oh, two Modern I'm Family cast members yeah. are in the mix. There was who? Eric Stone Street. He said Ed O'Neill. Oh, two and then Modern he said Family. Ed. You know what's funny? You know what I heard? What? Married with Children when you said that. Oh, very good. And Eugene Levy's yeah, on there. Errol Flynn. <laughs> Sorry, didn't mean to bother you, Elliot. <laughs> Elvis Presley. There's a lot of names on here. He's the king. Murphy. He was a hero to most. Never meant shit to me. Elias Coteus. He's still going. <laughs> Elias Coteus, yeah. That's, I think he's Casey Canadian. Jones. Oh, is that what that is? All right, here's the name that I... Remember when I said I have a, I, yep. I can picture him but I can't pull it? It's it was, on camera. It was Isai Morales. Oh, yeah. Isai Morales. But the, uh, the top one mm-hmm. is... Uh, no winners in the room, guys. Wow. No winners in the room, but it is on that list. Okay. Ed Harris. Ah, wow. Ed Harris. That was, yeah, that was, you have to admit, Eric Estrada is a very Jimmy Pardo answer. Yeah, it's a good one. I also had Ethan Hawke, Ewan McGregor, Elliot Gould, Eddie G. Robinson. Eddie? Did, did you just call him Eddie G. Robinson? Yeah, Edward, Eddie. Yeah. Some people called him Eddie. I, I would Eddie. imagine somebody, like if there was a talk show, they would have been, you know, on the set, Eddie, and then you'd go, come on. <laughs> right, like that's, the, with that's James Woods. I mean, look what happened to James Woods. They started calling him Jimmy, and he went fucking nuts. I think that's what happened with James Woods. That was that. That what did it? it? Had to be something. You don't go that crazy. You don't go weird, mean crazy that easily, do you? <laughs> look at the most of the characters he's played. I mean, he's gravitated towards characters that have that sort of mean edge to them. I loved him though. He was so good. Is there a movie you can? Can you name one James Woods performance you didn't like? He's a great no. actor. He's yeah. a great actor. Yeah. And now he's acting like a fucking lunatic. Yeah. His what, best if it's role ever. what if the role reveals it? Gotten too deep. Fooled you. Well, that's. I, I think the other day Jamila was talking. about it might have been off the air. She was talking about how actors like it's kind of weird to want to be someone else for like six months, yeah, or like whatever the amount of time is you're in it doing a job. Like you have to be a certain type of personality. Like I, I do think that, like you know, maybe 
James Woods is a case of a guy who like really was like great actors tend to be kind of like boring, like blank people. Maybe he somehow he was like that and somehow just got imprinted with conservative mania. Yeah. So I know you're going to laugh at me for making this about my experience, but as an improviser, I've played a lot of villains in shows and I think I've told I've. I've, I've mentioned this before. Where have, I, yeah. After a show, I somebody got mad at me because I did something in the show. Yeah. And it occurred to me that as an actor, you know, if you're playing somebody different than you, to in order to allow your your ethics and your other things to, to really be that character, you kind of have to break with your internal person. And I've, I've noticed that there are a lot of actors who are very successful who clearly they've never had those two things connected together. Mm-hmm. And so... It's not really surprising that some actors could be like wackadoodle in different ways that we don't realize until they get old enough that they don't care what people think anymore. Yeah. So you're basically you're comparing your yourself thesis, to James. your your thesis here. If I'm if I'm correct, and correct me if I'm wrong, is that for an actor to be truly successful, they must become that other person, that character. That's. I, I mean, I think that's what most actors strive to do. That's. But that's what you're saying. That an actor to be successful needs to. I feel like he's making fun of with this sentence. To that, to oh, that character. There's no question he's making fun of you. You stated the obvious. <laughs> no, but here, but that's what he's doing. I, then I haven't expressed express myself well because it's it, 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 there are some things that that like for example, I, I there was a, a role in college that I was offered and I didn't do it because I didn't want to be the thing that that character was. And I think you have to overcome that. And when you do, I think it changes you, or you're already changed in a way that allows you to do that. You know, I, I can agree with it. No, listen, we're not, the many roles I've done, I live in the skin of that person. <laughs> oh, sure. I, yeah. I, I literally get inside there and I feel what did they feel? What, what, did, what did club owner about to introduce the dreams? What was his day like? How did he feel waking up? Was he excited that he was going to introduce the dreams for the first time? Was he a little hesitant? How were they be received? What, you know, yeah. what? I had to go through all of that so I could say, please welcome the dreams. I, Big backstory. I've always, so I get it. I've always wanted to ask you, Jimmy, and yeah. I and I didn't feel comfortable enough because we don't know each other very well. Um, <laughs> what did patient number two on Becker have for breakfast? Well, is that what is that my name? No, no, <laughs> I, I, no idea. I had a name. I, I had a name. Mr. Never seen it. Uh, Mr. Ford, I think. Okay, Mr. Ford. Uh, again, a lot of backstory there. Mm-hmm. Uh, that day was just uh, just standard, you know, bacon with some toast. You know, uh, you know, I'm not a bacon and toast, but no eggs. I don't eat eggs, and by default, my characters don't eat. Well, that, they do not eat eggs. That seems well, like, see, then you're going against. Elements. Right, you're not willing point. to let you go. You have of to let go of that that fear of egg. Yeah, you got to break with it. Suddenly, you're eating I'm all the eggs. Realizing that maybe I've taken more acting classes than some people in this room. I went to the fucking American Academy. I of said Dramatic some Arts. people in this room who let are me, making fun of me. Let that me was just that was Garen. Garen, I don't know. We can't answer for him. He was doing a bit, and uh, we were trying to support it. Did it make sense? Not really. I was being funny, but I do understand your point that you have to, especially if you're taking a dark role. I'm gonna, I'm gonna go deep on his point. Thank you. You have to be able to embrace that darkness. You know, like still sounds like you're being like Michael G. Michael B. Jordan in Black Panther. (laughs) He had to to really dive into that. I know what you mean. I was on the Naked Truth, (laughs) and I was detective number one, maybe even. Okay, this woman wanted to see you. That was my line, and I, I just remember all day long. What what happened? You wakes up. Maybe his wife's not talking to him that day. Yeah. Maybe the kids are upset with him. What happened over dinner the other night? Right. What are you going to do? What are you going to get in your head? 
And those cases that that detective had to handle. Well, you got to deal with the cases. The stuff that that guy sees. I mean, can you blame him for stopping off at the bar before he goes home at night? I put if I showed up drunk. (laughs) (laughs) And they go, are you drunk? My character, man. It's a choice. It's because it's a choice. This one wanted to see you? (laughs) Schmidt loved that I I gave him the pardo, the... uh, That I did that on somebody's shoulders. I had a, I, I had nothing. Yeah. You know, you've, you got a one line like that. There's nothing. You got to give a little something. You know what happened that day? What, what, what big event in North Hollywood happened the day that I shot my Naked Truth? Was oh. it the Bank of America robbery? Bank of America oh robbery. And so it was because it was my first acting job. I was panicked. I wouldn't get there because all the roads were closed. Yeah, sure. And I'm thinking, oh, I'm not going to be able to get there. And they, and then they're going to fire me mm-hmm. instead of being a reasonable human being and going. Well, they'll see that there's the biggest bank heist in the world going on and that every road is closed. Insane. Yeah. That was the craziest day. I, like, as I was home, I, you know, I just worked from home and watched that whole thing live. It was like the movie Heat was really happening. There were guys with humongous machine guns walking down the street with full body armor, just right? shooting cars. It was crazy. And I lived a mile from that. Yeah. And so, like, my street, everything was blocked off, and I had to uh, maneuver. Again, yeah. I'm not making it about, it's not 9-11, and I had a friend that once saw it. <laughs> no, no, I mean, that's crazy, though, it, to be that close to it. I was yeah. in... Uh, uh, LA I was down in like Pico and Los Angeles but it was crazy to watch that like yeah. watching it and then knowing oh my, oh my god I can get in my car and be there in 34 seconds yeah it's crazy B of A there's a Del Taco right next to it that I used to go to on a regular basis a Sears across the street one of the few remaining Sears mm-hmm. yeah Sears is done now huh I uh, no, there's still I, still one in Burbank but I mean, I or Glendale I mean I thought they're and Burbank business, though. I don't know if they are I think they have Kmart syndrome where every <laughs> they pretend like they're going out yeah, of business like every couple of years although something like, big's happening I, I think I know they just closed a bunch like 111 or something like that did, did the, and I, I want to say the one in Santa Monica is done yes it is well that, so that real estate must be oh, yeah. insanely valuable uh, when I was at the Sears the one in North Hollywood right here I forget I stopped off there on my way to something and there uh, they happened to come up to me they, to interview me they said we're with the uh, what's the Valley newspaper? Is there a oh. the Daily? There's something, right? So the Daily Breeze is somewhere. It might, it might have been. It might have just been the oh, LA Times. Of, oh, the Daily. That's not that. It, yeah, no, there is one. I can't remember the name of it. Yeah, boy, whatever it was, uh, they came up. This this was within the last year, and they said, um, you know, why do you shop here and all this? And I and I I said, guys, I'm not the right guy. I'm just stopping in here. I don't shop here. And I said, what are you guys doing? They said, uh, we're interviewing people at the shop here because this is the only Sears in the country that makes money. Wow. wow. Yeah, it was pretty, uh, it's the only one that's still doing very, very that's well. That's crazy. Yeah. Hmm. And that's that's the that's the one in the valley in, in the middle of that big parking lot? Yeah, Victory and uh, like Lancashire, I think it is. I feel like, is is that also not an outlet one? No. You know, that just, when I moved here, that was a thriving mall. That was, right. you know, Sears was the anchor. Then the rest of the mall did very well. Mm-hmm. And then now the rest of the mall is a college. They literally closed <laughs> oh, really? the entire mall oh. and made it a college. Huh. Yeah. Wow. Well, that's good reuse. It is a good reuse. Good call. Good call. What do you go to Sears for nowadays anyway? Like, well, apparently nothing now, but. Appliances. What? Like, right? if you need, like, a yeah. dish, dishwasher or, like, a refrigerator. That's... Kenmore. You get your Kenmore stuff, yeah. Yeah, but there's something's going on with Kenmore. I just read a whole article about Kenmore, about how they are not, they used to be the top seller, uh, and they are no longer. Like LG and others are, and then other companies would would make, uh, like an LG would make a a dishwasher, but put the Kenmore name on it because they knew it would sell more. And this whole article was saying that, like, that's backfiring on these companies, and 
Um, I hate this. It just mums me out whenever I read articles like that. Mm. That and kids getting kidnapped. <laughs> those, are the, those are the two that are <laughs> uh, Yeah, they're about, yeah. They're about equal. It's, um, it's all sad. The, the thing that's, that's funny to me, and maybe this is one of those obvious things, but you know, Sears like was one of the main companies that initiated mail order in the first place. Yeah, right. And, and now they're... They're losing out to and, and Amazon. They, yeah, they never they never picked up on what was happening with the internet enough, and now and nobody goes. Are you guys young enough to or old enough to appreciate the Christmas catalog? Oh from yes. Oh yeah. Yeah. Boy, I used to bookmark page. Right. Nothing yeah, better. Nothing better than All that. All those pictures of the things I wasn't going to get. <laughs> right. But still exciting to look at them. Yep. Mm-hmm. Still exciting. And some something you didn't even want. You'd go, babe, but look how cool that is. And That's super neat. Yeah. yeah. Page after page of toys, large and small. Oh, boy, was that amazing. Mm-hmm. What a time. Mm-hmm. <laughs> what a time. I have an idea, guys. What, what if we make America great again? I'd like to bring you back to that. Yeah. Well, I can tell you, we could start by not giving that African-American guy that Superman role. <laughs> <laughs> I don't need to see that. Thanks that, for saying African-American in the middle of that racist I statement. I know. You know what? I was so unhappy because I, I didn't want to go full-blown. <laughs> right. I didn't want to no, go full-blown. but... Because the truth is, anybody saying that's going to use the N, mm-hmm. and I'm not. I'm not yeah. about the even for Huber. I'm not about no. to say that. No. But because uh, you know, I'll tell you right now, you you start by not having an N play that Superman. Mm-hmm. Superman's white. You just yelled that so loud <laughs> in a building full of other people. companies and people. They know it as well. <laughs> But if they came in, I would explain we're doing comedy. They're not coming in. They're just going, <laughs> okay, that guy's a fucking racist maniac. judging you. <laughs> the four of us walk out of here. There's only one guy in this room they think is a racist. Just by on sight. Who? Pasty. <laughs> what if someone would have yelled out, you're damn right. <laughs> oh that would have been great. Then, oh. we, then we go on a hunt. Who was it? Quick update, though, for the listener. They don't know this. The... Um, the MC Light era is officially over. That office is cleaned out. Oh, it is. Every, it's Gee. all over. Should we expand? <laughs> I actually would love to, but um, I don't think it's worth the, the money. Well, when you say you'd love to, what, do you, what, what would we do? Uh, oh, I don't mean for the studio. I just mean for like, you know, like. So we could get some so of those boxes put so away. We <laughs> could walk around the office. <laughs> you, guys could, you guys could look at each other at your desk. Yeah, I could I have could, my own office. I could see it. it could, we, that could be uh, it could be the green room. That other room would become that actually room. would make that would be yeah. You know, an entourage could sit there if they didn't want to be in here on camera, and then uh, over there you'd have a storage and you have your, uh, your meeting records. workroom. Yeah. But that would be double the run, and they probably they are getting a lot more for that than we. Yes, uh, are I, I day, assume yeah. so. But that would be uh, that would be nice. It also be, would be neat, and this is you're going to sound like an insult, but it's not. But it would be neat if you were like annexed with like just the glass, as if like a real uh, radio show. This is also going to sound like an insult. It would be really neat if you quit. <laughs> what is he? I meant mine. I meant it would be. It, it uh, would it would feel that much more professional if we had a sound. You guys are in a sound. Hey, we're still room. the most professional fucking podcast Apparently. studio. I mean, based on yeah, motherfuckers. Hey, I, you know. I've been I've been watching some of the video from Joe Rogan's thing. Uh, he makes money, right? <laughs> yes, a lot. <laughs> so so why is it? Why is he? I'm sorry, it? I don't want to insult somebody else's work, but I don't know why it looks like that. Tradition, maybe. Maybe because the, the angles are weird and high, mm-hmm. and 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 it's just like a room. Yeah. You'd I wonder how many people, sorry, base their 
video styles on the old Howard Stern E show. That's that's Maybe. what that sounds like. Yeah, yeah. yeah. That had the same deal where it was kind of up it's and horrible. it was down on. Yeah, Howard. I think it's because they didn't want anything to change. They were like, we're just going to keep doing what we do. You yeah. guys, if you can find a place to put cameras, go ahead. But we're going to keep doing our show. But I, but I think that's smart because yeah, I mean, at the end of the day, he, yeah, it's a, he's a radio show, right? You don't want to. But if you were going to make the TV show successful, you might make some concessions for how it yeah. looks. Well, I mean, I think that the Howard Stern's show, they, they seem like they altered the lighting somewhat or something because it looks pretty good. Like, yeah. like these other shows, they clearly haven't done anything with lighting. Right. Well, isn't it the point of Rogan's show, though? Isn't it supposed to be like a little dark and raw and whatever? Yeah. And that, that's fine. I'm Like I say, I'm look, I'm sure people look at what we've accomplished here and they say, well, why do you do that that way? Why do you do that? And, you know, we make some choices based on, on our parameters. But, but I just feel like if you... Like, he's got to be making a million bucks a year. Yeah, probably. You know, get a new light. <laughs> oh, yeah, buy a light bulb. Do you think he, uh, Carolla and he are the top uh, two uh, comedy podcasts? Oh, no. Well, well, Not I, based I, on the I, iTunes chart. Is is, uh, Rogan, is Rogan considered a potty? Actually, potty Rogan, might be, my, Rogan might be number one. Carolla's not even in the mix anymore. Was that I true? don't find his show yeah. funny. I find it interesting. I like well, he'll, he'll like, interview people who know other people will interview, which I find interesting. But that's well. the same as Mark Marin, though. Mark Marin is you know for all the fun we have on the show or I have on the show about Mark, uh, his show is not funny, it, and it doesn't it, need to be. It it's doesn't not, need to be. But again, to put it in the comedy category, like to do with Joe Rogan, yeah. it's be, oh because the host is a comedian, so it's a comedy show. You know, yeah. I, I I bet you somebody couldn't find the last time they laughed at Mark Marin's show, and that, that's not an insult. Like right. in a Joe Rogan episode that I've probably listened to two or three, they're long. Uh, maybe there's three laughs in three yeah. episodes. Wow! I listened to his Paul Stanley interview and I thought it was great. I thought uh, I thought Joe. I think Joe does a nice job. We, we don't agree. Uh, I would say uh, philosophically on a lot of issues, but he tries to be fair. I think, mm-hmm. and he's very thoughtful. Even again, when if you don't agree with him, I think he's still he doesn't come in off the cuff with like BS. He's he believes a thing or he asks right. a question, and he's even willing to hear somebody say something that might change his mind, which I like that. Now, you weren't around for season one, uh, Elliot, when uh, our, our co-host Mike uh, Schmidt decided to start a fight with Joe Rogan on our show one <laughs> episode, and, I, and we were like, what are you doing? That guy can kill us all with one yeah. finger. Yeah, he's, he's, yes, he's very much into the uh, guy, martial arts. guy's in shape. Yeah. Mm-hmm. That and was before Bowen he arrows. had a show, before he had a podcast, right? Yeah. Was, Did he come on the show? No, we were just no. talking about him because he was on, that was when Fear Factor was still yeah. a thing. Oh, right. Yeah, and Mike, you know, Mike did his usual, uh, very well said, very articulate, very funny thing about Joe Rogan, but it's like, what the fuck are you? Plus, well, you got to, Mike Schmidt might honestly and, and justifiably believe that he would survive that. I My money's on Mike. Your money's on Mike over Joe Rogan? Yeah. He's got a little bit of a, uh, I, I mean, he's got. Mike's got the rage, but yeah, Mike, Joe Mike's, Rogan's got the training, so yeah. I don't know. But Mike, Eddie. I feel like Mike would go crazier. Yeah, he, he, yeah that's what he I mean. Hulk. Yeah. yeah. Oh, you're right. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. And he would just yeah. launch. And he has and, he has size on him. I think. Yeah, he would be. Oh, he definitely has size on him. I mean, him. height, but he also I, has weight here's, on. Here's him. how I visualize that, uh, and hopefully this isn't a spoiler for for those uh, watching Game of Thrones. But you remember when the that guy who was like super martial arty was going against the mountain? Yeah. And then he got all up in him. He got too egotistical, and then he lost. Mm-hmm. Like that's how I see that that fight going. You think Rogan t- thinks he's uh, hot shit, and he yes. would be cocky too. He, he would underestimate the hmm. sheer the sheer force of nature that yeah. is Mike Schmidt. Is this fair that we're having this conversation without <laughs> either guy being part of it? <laughs> sure. Wait, hear me out. Are we also adults? I bet if we <laughs> ask if we ask Mike, he would probably say that Joe Rogan would win because you think so? Because I think Mike knows how 
deeply the mma the yeah joe rogan is so entrenched in the mma world that he's and he trains and so i mean that's that's the logical answer yeah you don't think it'd be a little bit like space balls where he was holding dark helmets helmet and he was just swinging that I don't think so. No, I think Joe Rogan. Gets what if in there. I did it at Park Hazathon next year? Let's clear out the middle of the room. You know what? Ring in. Not a bad some idea. Ropes up. Get the octagon going. Let's clear the T-shirts that Mike threw last year. <laughs> <laughs> Let's get those off the off the fans. <laughs> and uh, uh, boy, we got we got to contact them about a date. By the way, so we can yeah, do Park Hazathon. Mm-hmm. Uh, all right, let's mail it. The mail is here. The mail is here. The mail is here. The mail is here. The mail um, hey, speaking of uh, something you just said, made me think of this. Uh, obviously, it goes without saying. Anybody that lives in the uh, in the oh, path yeah. of Hurricane Florence, we hope that uh, you're okay. Yeah, because it looks like it's going to be um, tremendous. Again, from what I understand, tremendously wet. Yeah, yeah. No, but it look, I mean, it looks. They're, they're telling everybody to literally just leave. Just leave. Yeah. I have a friend on Facebook who they are five miles from the coast. Oof. Now I don't know what this means because I'm not I'm not involved. Uh, they're they're gonna they're riding it out. And to me, yeah. that seems close, but maybe yeah. it's not close. I don't know. I don't Wait, know. Maybe it's just, supposed to be. Maybe it's just going to be rain at, at five miles away. No one really knows what it's going to be until it happens. But if it, let me, I'm asking, but I'm, I'm, like, what's five miles from here? Your house? Probably. Okay, so if we're from your house and the, and your house is getting hit mm-hmm. with a, uh, a storm surge with a uh, you know class two mm-hmm. um, hurricane, what does that mean for us? Is it just a horrible? I think it means that, that that we're next. That's what it means. But but if it turns, but five miles is not much for I, a storm this size. I don't disagree. I, I'm asking. I, I think that they're making a huge mistake. And and the person went from going, uh, being very uh, calm about it to now they're getting everybody's like you got to get out of there. And they're being really defensive about how we know what we're doing. We live here. And part of me, part of me wants to be like, yeah, go fuck yourself when you're doing this from the library because your house is gone. Right. And then part of me is like, oh, holy shit, I hope they're okay. Right. Mostly that. I mean, they've probably been through other storms. They know what to do, but. They haven't been through this. This is a storm of the century, they're saying. Yeah, I mean, when you say five miles, I mean, how big is this? The, stor- the storm is going to be probably over 100 miles wide, right? Yep. So five miles is nothing. Dude, I, I, I don't disagree. But, I mean, Category 2 is isn't detrimental right they, they said this storm is so bad that don't don't listen to the categories oh that, that a category t- that the storm surge is going to be worse than any category it's still, oh i see okay and then category two is still a like hundred mile an hour winds apparently or I, I don't know i was listening to it on the drive in here today I mean, it's good to listen to hurricane coverage when you can't see a, a single thing happening you just hear these guys <laughs> in wind blown to, to i'm areas. standing here yeah because sandy was a was a three and Florence right now is a two. It's a two. Well, don't so, listen to it. Karen. Don't listen to it. That's what, that's what I'm they being said. told. Don't listen to it. That's what that's what all the experts said on the drive-in today. Well, and the other thing is, we don't know like, what this person's house is built like. Like, I'm assuming that I saw a picture of it. It looks like a like a straw. <laughs> oh well, yeah, then, it's, uh, it's, it's three pigs. Does he have a friend with a stick house? Mm-hmm. Well, you don't want to go to the stick house. No, why not? Brick house. Well, that's gonna go too. You gotta go. Oh, to the, you gotta go. Florence is gonna huff. House. She's going to blow that steakhouse down. Mighty, mighty. 
Blowing stick house down. Garen, we're doing brick house over here. <laughs> Get with it. There's three bits going on at once. None of them good. No, no. can't do that. Joe Rogan. Goddamn right he can't. Yeah. That said, I can't. Why uh, did you pick up a knife when you said that? That scared <laughs> God me. Goddamn right. You can't bring it out, Rogan. Okay. I'm not, I'm not Jimmy Joe. with a knife versus Joe Rogan. Who Joe, Ro- Joe Rogan. Joe Rogan. Easily. Yeah. Joe Rogan easily. Yeah. Me with a gun. Mike with a knife versus Joe Rogan. Mike's not a knife guy, though. I don't feel like he's enough. He might have, like, at the most, he might go brass knuckles. Didn't Mike beat up a car? <laughs> <laughs> he can handle Joe Rogan. Car, car's not swinging back, baby. That's true. Car's not swinging back, baby. It's <laughs> true. All right, do we play the theme? Yeah, we do. Yeah. yeah. We do. Uh, here we go. This is uh, the first one. Uh, first a piece of uh, mail. One of two or three? Three. Okay. Uh, this comes to us. Uh, this is... Um, it's a big box. To Mr. James Pardo, uh, uh, song detective. Okay. Oh, it says. That gives a hint. This is from Ann Hunter. Now, Ann and her husband, Justin, they're about to have a baby. Oh, congratulations. Uh, they came to two of uh, our shows. Uh, they came to uh, Atlantic City and they came to uh, Waterloo. Nice. They live right, right in the area there. Wow. And they Jimmy, came. Yes? Before you open that box, I want you, because I think you can do this, I want you to guess what record label. These albums are. I don't know what I don't know what's in there. How do you even know their albums? We don't know their albums. I think I, that's, that's how good bad. that's how good Elliot says you are. You'll yeah. be able to guess the label even though you don't know what what even or that, is that there are even records in there. But I feel based on the bo- size of the box and the, the weight the title. The this is off air. All right. Okay. It's off air. Well labeled. Well labeled. Appreciate that. All right. Here we go. We got. Uh, uh, oh, they're uh, they play billiards. Okay. The uh, the husband wife team they play billiards, mm. uh, and they were in a pool tournament of some sort. And uh, I don't think anything can sound white more white trash. <laughs> oh yeah. How about a fashion design company based on? <laughs> oh, that's right. Pool. <laughs> Is that your dad? Yes. Yeah, that's your dad. Uh, all right. T-shirts. Here's... Night shift billiard apparel. Oh, what was it called? Night shift billiard apparel. Apparel. Right. Here's a. Uh, the uh, shirt. American pool player. American pool player. That's a Gildan. I nice. think this was sent for humor because it's a Gildan. <laughs> okay. Uh, Jesus Christ. American pool player. Is there any other? Here's the letter. Pool player. Okay for on air if you wish. They play pool in other countries. What are you talking about? Hey, gang. They call it snooker. Balabans, I'm nesting and I worry about you. What? Aww. Enclosed, please find an emergency kit to assist with minor ailments or injuries as well as <laughs> potential wardrobe or building emergencies. There's even an emergency flint fire starter. I did not include an EpiPen or defibrillator for cost prescription reasons, and I did not include candles or a lighter out of respect for Mr. Pardo. I considered sending a fire extinguisher, but that would be silly. We love it. Appreciate all of you. By the way, we will be having our son, Felix James Hunter. We'll be naming our son Felix James Hunter. Officially, this is because my father's name is James but we all know who daddy is. <laughs> I was about to say, before she threw anything about her dad, is this the first? I don't know of another baby being named after the podcast or you. Uh, Even if it's a middle name, that's pretty. But Felix Hunter is the greatest name. It's the greatest. Good that's name. great. It's great. Yeah. Uh, disclaimer, the Hunter family is not alleging paternity or any inappropriate relationship. They just thought the moniker was funny in this context. The shirt is from Justin, Gildan's finest. But with a purportedly tearaway tag, uh, he wanted uh, nothing to do with the bag and its contents. Ann and Justin. So we got this sort of a... Uh, 
Oh, Seems like I'm incorrect. Got an emergency bag, so I'm gonna go. With, uh, <laughs> Seems like there's an emergency album in there. I'm gonna go with Sony Records. <laughs> <laughs> no, no, that's boy, oh boy, this is gotta yeah. be S- uh, Sire. This thing is chock full of it. I'm not going to spend the time going through the entire oh, thing. It's even got the the first aid or whatever that. What's that thing called? The EMT uh, logo. The uh, cross. But it's like a the, six. The hexagon. Yeah. This guy. I mean, the, the asterisk. Yeah. The, the, the health asterisk. Why won't that? Did they snatch that out of an ambulance? They may have. We got. Oh, we got an umbrella. Sure. We got a couple of cold packs. So legit. I guess I am going through this. Uh, we have medicated wipes to go. We got some Q-tips. Got uh, some uh, loratadine. I uh, got some cold relief. We got some bear chewables. We got some allergy relief. So this, this is cr- this is actually very helpful. This is actually great to have. We should have had this all along. Uh, we got this uh, heartburn, mazepril, uh, shout uh, wiping goes. Okay. Very nice. Thank you, Ann. This is great. And uh, I would say thank you to Justin, but uh, they made it very clear that yeah. he's not part of this. He had nothing to do with the bag. Anything in those Wait, side pockets? Yeah, there might be. There's stuff in the front pouches, too. Turn it around. All right. Well, I'm having trouble doing that. I don't know why you chose to open it backwards. Well, oh. Here. No, it's over here. No, here. There's get like a, a lint brush. There's like a sewing oh, sure. kit, I think. There's yeah, a... she did say that. And we got the lint brush here. Sure. Sure. You know, I'm going to put the lint brush up top. It's like clearance. It's actually very helpful. I feel like there's been many times in the office where I've needed this kind of tape measure, and I don't have one. All I don't right. know why I needed it, but I did. All right. Well, that's great. And thank you. That's very, very nice. Felix James. Felix Hunter. Felix Hunter. Felix Hunter sounds like a ball player. I love the name Felix. That's a great name, yeah. yeah. Oh, look at these. Those are scissors. That's a nice shear. That's a nice shear. <laughs> yeah, tight. Nice set of shears. And then here's another utility cutter. Oh, uh, great. What if it's one of our own? <laughs> Get the, <remember>? yeah. <laughs> yeah, the multi-tool. Uh, thank you, Ann. Very nice of you. All right, I don't know. Where, where do we store this, Matt? Um, That's the only downside of what just happened. We'll figure oh, it out. The chair. What's that? One of the chair over no, there? No, man, that looks terrible. We could get those boxes out. I don't know what those boxes are under the cabinet. I Put it under there. Well, that cabinet was supposed to store the water and snacks. And then, uh, you know, Gary gave up on that week one. That's not... That That cabinet's full of stuff that we wouldn't it's accept. Probably, the, it's probably time to clear some of that stuff out. Shut up. <laughs> It's also awkwardly oh, so change. close to the sofa that it's hard to. It's like it's not easy to like get in there to get with, the water. Yeah, like it's it's to, to put a whole thing of water in there would be like and to get them out. It's well, like, you got to you, you got to take them out of the cardboard. You put them in one at a time. What else is he doing? <laughs> Nothing. He's trying to defend him, and I don't have a good position. <laughs> yeah, you could get like a set of chairs in here too. Oh, now we now you want us to buy you new furniture? No, I'm just saying if it's just to you know <laughs> you want break up the space a little bit. <laughs> now you want us to buy you new furniture? <laughs> you know, I could take a lazy boy with one of those those TV chairs. That you I are lazy enough. Yeah, the, the <laughs> last thing you need is your feet up. <laughs> Jesus, God. go, dude. Uh, there's Garen. He's got he's got his Motley Crue uh, Funko. Uh, oh, he is sticking I with it. He was there. And, w- and why do you have that? Because you're now a big Motley Crue fan, based uh, on we, you getting poison wrong on those yes. two episodes. He wouldn't shut up about Motley Crue for some reason. I literally was at Target and I walked past and I was like, "Oh, that will be funny." So I just grabbed it. I didn't like have him. Oh, you didn't? No. <laughs> <laughs> you didn't already have the Tommy Lee Funko Pop. I got nine things I want to say. None of them pleasant. Uh, <laughs> all right, that's one. All right. All right. This one is to uh, thank you, Anne and Justin, and congratulations on the, uh, the uh, about to have a baby. Welcome, Felix. Premature uh, welcome. Look though. forward to his NPR show. They are nice people. <laughs> they are very, very nice people. 
uh, as they all are, as all Never Not Funny fans are. The, Matt Donaher kept on commenting, and, and Ken Schultz says as well in the past, uh, that the Never Not Funny fans were the greatest. So supportive, very kind afterwards, always respectful. Yeah. God damn it. Just go down the middle and then pull. Didn't I teach you how to open up those boxes? Didn't I teach you to shut the fuck up? <laughs> so we all forget our lessons today, don't we? <laughs> 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 made myself laugh uh, it, was, it was lessons yeah the, the lessons adventure <laughs> why do you have to destroy why do you have to hurt okay this is a gift for you this is uh, for uh, uh, this uh, this says here this one here no I don't who's this from it came from Amazon directly yeah yeah so uh, this is um, here we go hello Jimmy and gang these are for Oliver and Zoe okay. yeah. I fussed slash tweeted at you about this book, but decided to just send some for the kids and leave you alone about it forevermore. Enjoy, Rachel, uh, cool. at Black Lamb BK. Uh, we see her tweets uh, from time to time, so there's. Uh, Thank you. Uh, that one. Is Thank there. you, Black Lamb. And you know then, uh, I guess we'll open it up there and uh, take a look. Should I do a peeky poo? Oh, P.S. Before I shut up about it, I have to tell you that one of the characters is always calling the other one Weird Beard. <laughs> <laughs> Hope the kids like this creepy, silly book. Okay. Well, you open yours. I'll, I'll leave mine on open since Zoe did just have a birthday. Happy birthday to Zoe. And uh, I can pretend this is from me. <laughs> As you know, I don't buy my children gifts. Did I tell you, by the way, when you were talking, did I tell you this already? Because I gave my dad that uh, Hawaii Five-O box set yeah. for his birthday. Yeah. And when you were talking about, yeah, guy gave us all these box sets, all these DVDs. And I'm like, do not mention Hawaii Five-O. Oh, do not God. mention Hawaii Five-O. Sorry. I gave my dad some other stuff as well. Yeah. We actually have gotten to the age, too, where my dad and I said, you know what? We, we, we're, we're good. We're good. Yeah. We'll have a dinner. But I also, at the same time, don't want him to think I just regifted something. Right. And the good news is he will never hear this. But you know what? I Maybe he would appreciate the fact that you, you got something... In the in the world that we're in, I know this isn't. It's for, it was from a fan, but it was it was also a yeah someone who worked at Paramount, and uh, we get stuff like that sometimes. If you get something like that in that situation, you go, you know who would love this? My dad. That's not a that's not really a re gift. It is if you're if you're pretending. Hey, Dad, I thought of you for your birthday. Right. No, I get it, but I still think it's um, he's still appreciated the fact that it's called the uh oh it's the, it, remember it was it, she tweeted about this about how this is a great book the house with the clock and the uh oh the yes oh, oh okay. cool yeah my uh old boss harold fan of the show said those are good books well I, all i can do is believe anybody named harold <laughs> yeah <laughs> smart men smart men kissing <laughs> ass cinch it up that's very uh, nice thank you rachel thanks rachel I'm, and there's no doubt oliver will love that oh garrett i apologize uh, you gave uh, Oliver a, a book the other day, some sort of choose-your-own-ending sort of book, or mm-hmm. uh, loves it. Yeah, loves he was super excited when I gave it to him. Yeah, he, he is, uh, even as we, he was reading it on the drive home, and he was like, I'm so glad Garen gave this to me. I love this book. Cool. Oh, cool. If I get more, I'll bring him in. Oh, that's you don't certainly have to do that, but thank you. Uh, Keep them coming, Garen. Well, I'm not going to act like it was a gift that I gave. Oh, okay. God, from <laughs> can you, can you, uh, can you just hear what we were talking about? Just <laughs> pretend. <laughs> Or, you thought of him or and he bought it. Fuck off. <laughs> it's always an option. All right, here's the third piece of mail. And then we get to find out. No. And then we get to find out about. Oh, this is just from Harry's. This isn't a thing. Oh. Well, that's. All right. Then you look at the side of it, it says Harry's huge. Well, what? That's a big box. Yeah, but the other what? one said London Fog. Yeah, other one said London Fog. No, but this is actually from Harry's. And this is not, a, they're not sponsoring this episode, so. Nope. Later, Harry's will open you on an episode you sponsor. Closing the bow, man. 
Uh, all right, now listen. When we last left you guys, when we le- when we last left you here at uh, the Batcave, uh, Matt Belknap was about to go see the Dave Matthews Band, as was Garen Kukril. Mm-hmm. Uh, Although Garen didn't say that he was going in my presence, which I thought was suspicious when I found out. I suspect you didn't want the wrath of the Belknap coming down on you with your crazy promo tickets that are like front row. They're not. They're never front row. Were they good seats? I don't know. I was. I didn't. I gave my ticket away. But didn't you look at the ticket? No, I didn't. I just changed the name it was under. I didn't even. Uh, okay. You got to pick it up at a will call. Yeah. Now, Garen, before we get to Matt Belknap's experience at the Dave Matthews Show, uh, why did you decide not to go? I, I was my first day back at work. Okay. There was a lot of manual moving big files and stuff around. I was. I, I didn't eat all day, so I was migraine. I was exhausted. I was like, you know what? I don't want to deal with walking all the way up Highland and going through all that and then mm-hmm. walking to the back of the Hollywood Bowl where I have to go in and get the tickets I just couldn't do it I was in the mood I wasn't mm-hmm. going to enjoy it you weren't going to enjoy it so I gave it to somebody who would enjoy it and then would write the review for me so all right. well don't get don't tell us what this reviewer said yet I haven't gotten it yet we are not, haven't gotten it yet well then this guy should be turning this over quicker yeah yeah fired or this woman whoever you gave it to it was a woman it was a woman 2018 me too they can review concerts too Jimmy yeah but I don't trust them Certainly not at Dave Matthews concert. No, they have a different take. They're oh look how sexy, look at those tight buns. You know that they're not focused on the music. Um, <laughs> what? Uh, speaking of which, I listened to yesterday on Sirius XM Volume. They had uh, the woman, the the editor of Pitchfork, mm-hmm. that uh, music site. Yep. Uh, they had the, they ranked the top two hundred albums from the eighties. And if you want to hear three people pretentiously talk about music from the 80s, this was your show. This woman, I, I wanted to swerve my car into a pole so I could stop listening to her. Changing the channel never crossed my mind. Yeah, that seems an extreme reaction. It was, oh my God, just. What was their number one? I want to say Thriller. Actually, Thriller. It's a solid pick. Most of them, no, I'm not going to say most of them. But there were like bands you never heard of, and they're saying right. that's the number thirteen album of all th- of the eighties. Mm-hmm. And right. it's like, right. I, I should have. Heard, I was in the record business. Mm-hmm. I should have heard of it. If all of you as critics all got together and agreed, this is one of the most important albums of the eighties. Right? Was it a lot of like new order type stuff, or what was their bent? Um, like at one point she's like Sade. You know, they said, you know, we did this list in 2002. Sade didn't even make the top 200. Now she's in the top 10. So it just shows you how, you know, uh, things uh, change. It's like, what? It, 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 it's like, so you discovered Sade so you in discovered, the last five years. Exactly. <laughs> that's all that means. And so you discovered it in the last five years, and then you decided, now that's one of the most important albums of the 80s. Yeah. I, and you can even tell that Mark Goodman and Alan Light, I don't think they 100% were on board. Now, right. they're also talking to, pretentiously as well, as yeah. they want to do. Mm-hmm. And I, but I enjoy them. Mm-hmm. Uh I, I would. I wish to God that when they came back from the break after they were done with that segment, if they would have then you went, okay, well, we don't agree with any of that, right? Or like, because <laughs> yeah. they were. It was crazy. Garen, are you pulling that up? The pitchfork top. All right, give the. Can you find the top ten? I know that's like the ninth click you have to get to. to yeah, I got it right. Okay, got it. All right, so uh, start at like uh, number ten. Ten is Sade, Diamond Life. Diamond Life. Now let me. Ask you, I like Sade, and I, I, that, I very much like Sade. But is it? Is it? Top ten of the of 80s? the decade for for you it is Elliot, but, but I, you know what? Here's the thing. So I, I do think that at the time that Shade had the hits that we know, 
she was very popular and could be in the top ten. But I would say there she's the nineties. I I because to me No, I, no, no. Diamond Life came out like in eighty five. Yeah, I don't Did think really? she had Smooth even operator. many yeah. albums that's, in the that's that album. 90s. Yeah. Okay. Because it was a long time before between her well, I, comeback I, album and the one before I it. didn't become aware of her until college. I started college in eighty eight. So to me, she feels like a nineties artist, I guess is what I'm saying. Your love is king. It is. All right, number nine. Number nine is The Cure, Disintegration. Your thoughts? I don't know that album name. It's fine. It's fine. Do I, I, I actually... What's, what's I the think big song from that album? Is that the one oh, with... Um, I think there's better Cure albums. I think that's the one with... Uh, is, is that the one with Friday I'm in Love on it? Or maybe. is it the one before that? If it's got Friday I'm in Love, then That was maybe 90s, wasn't it? Point. Friday I'm in Love? Maybe. Oh, yeah. Was, what was the... Um, or, or this, but this might be... Is, is that 89? Fascination Street, Prayers for Rain? It's 89. See, we got that Oh, right. it could be. That's I will always love... Love Song? Is Love Song on that one? Maybe that's what I'm... There was one, like, hit on that album. Quote, unquote. See, this doesn't give me anywhere to... I'll just look at right. it. You, you right, stay good. there. I'll look. I'll look All right, it number up. nine. Or number eight, rather. Number eight. And again, I think there's a better, I think there's better cure albums. Yeah. Number eight is Janet Jackson Control. Okay. I'm all right with that. I don't disagree. That's probably one of the most important albums of the 80s. C- control? Well, is, what would you say? Rhythm control? Nation? I like Rhythm Nation better. Well, that, that's certainly 90s. Uh, no, I think it was, well, it might have been 89 or 90. again, yeah. But Rhythm Nation or Control was, uh, that was, the Control was humongous. Yes. Yeah. And... Good and, and you know it made what, her career. And what year was that yeah. released? Eighty-seven, maybe. Okay. Eighty-six, eighty-seven. I think that's a. Uh, uh, it's an important album for her, for sure. I mean, that's when she really took control of her. Oh, did you take control? Yeah, <laughs> with that one. So. Uh, yeah, love songs on disintegration. It is all right. And fascination street. Um, Stomach making a weird noise. The title track disintegration. Um. Yeah, I agree. That's not even, that's not that wouldn't be my favorite Cure album, and I'm not a big fan of theirs. But you went to see them in concert. Yeah, well, because Elise loves them, and oh, okay. I also like them. They're they're a good live band too. Not that night. <laughs> what? I'm kidding. I enjoyed it. Yeah, you you liked it. Uh, go on, Garen. Sonic Youth, Daydream Nation. That's just a look at look at me. I'm interesting, right? <laughs> Thank you. I, I wanted you to say it because I I I I thought that, but I also thought maybe I don't know enough. Yeah. Go on, Garen. Public Enemy. It takes a nation of millions to hold us back. Okay. One of the greatest rap albums ever right? made. Nobody can argue Love with it. it. Can't argue with it. Number five. Talking Heads, Remain in Light. Uh, yeah, not necessarily. Which, what's on that? Best known album. Uh, I, I don't know their albums, really. I just know the, the look, singles. It's, look, it's great, but is it top ten of the of the decade? And again, I know these lists are made so that every morning so radio show it. is doing yeah. this. So I apparently they, think we're a morning radio show now. <laughs> afternoon radio show? Are you looking up the, that album? Yeah, wait, what's it called? Remain in Light. Remain in Light is the once-in-a-generation th- synthesis of global ideas and neighborly idealism, a pop mouthpiece for every wanderer who travels far and wide to understand their home better. Sounds terrible. <laughs> I like a lot of uh, those guys. All right. So it's, I, mean, I think of Talking Heads. It's got Once in a Lifetime. Like, that's a great song, man. That's song. the only title I recognize on this album. Born Under Punches, Cross-Eyed and Painless, The Great Curve, Once in a Lifetime, Houses in Motion, Seen and Not Seen, Listening Wind, The Overload. 
I, I have to assume that there is another Talking Heads album of which there are three hits or more. Yes, that would that should be in that spot. But the, but but it was but is that the one that made you know that changed uh, the genre? Is that the one that changed? If it became came before that, yeah. I don't think there is before that. No, I think this might be the first. Is this her first album? No, because they had a, like two or three albums in the seventies. It's her fourth. Fourth album, I've just been told. All right, number four. Kate Bush, Hounds of Love. No, I, and I like Kate Bush, but no, no. What the fuck are you doing? You annoying, pretentious. Apparently, I'm stuck on that word today. Uh, when it comes to these, it's so, it's so pitchfork. I, I mean, it's so. Yeah. The, all right, number three, Garen. NWA, Straight Outta Compton. All right, you can't argue with that. I can. <laughs> you can. I, I I've never really liked NWA that much. Like I, they're, but, but, but I understand their importance, but I I at the time I thought they were kind of junk. Um, but you understand the importance, yeah. And that's that they're it, claiming it, these. It's important in a, in a way that I don't know. These are the best albums of the eighties. You see, that's the other word to use the the best album. Yeah. It's like to you, right? So, but if you want to say the most important album of the eighties, then you know that's a different conversation, right? To like, me, that's what this list is, in, in, and based right. on her right, right, right. arguments. Yeah, okay. All right, wait. Now, what do we, we got three left? Two left. All right, so Purple Rain and Thriller, right? Michael Jackson, Thriller's number two. Okay. Pur- Prince of the Revolution, Purple Rain, number one. All right. Yeah, I mean. It's hard to argue with those. Two. Can't argue with those two. Yeah. But, the, the, you know, like at the time, like I remember when the decade ended and there were like lots of lists and things, like you would never see a, one of these lists without Joshua Tree on it. Right. Or born in the USA. Uh, they're all in the fifties, and in fact, they had that the, the, Matt. They had this very conversation uh, that you know, in Alan Light, of course, he's got to qualify or quantify everything. Where he um, qualify Crash work. Where he had to point out, like, if this was a Rolling Stone list, mm-hmm. uh, those would be in the top five. But because right. this is a pitchfork, but makes- see, that's that's bullshit. Because they're basically reacting to the the popularity yes! of U two when U two was an alternative band that broke through. Yep. So fuck you for just basically saying because everyone likes them, this isn't cool enough anymore. Yep. Like that's you're not talking about the music. Here was her argument. As time's gone on, people aren't that into. Are, are, maybe they don't find them as important as they once did. But you all of a sudden find Charday to be important. <laughs> not Charday couldn't be less important, right? And, and, and I, I refuse to say the R that isn't in that name. <laughs> she's on here twice at least. What? She's on. She's number thirty-seven, and uh, Rhythm Nation is number thirty. So, here's the thing. Who's he talking about? I, He's talking about Janet Jackson. He said Charday is on, on there twice. Is number thirty-seven. Wait, Charday? Yeah, is on and number ten. Mm-hmm. That it, Here's the thing. Suck a dick. <laughs> Sade had a number of hits, and I really like Sade, and I think that, you know, you can make an argument for top 20, even top 10, but she's not, nobody followed her. Right. Nobody did. Well, that's part of the thing is like, yeah, the other side of that coin of talking about like, well, I'm, you know, they're too popular. The other side of it is like, if they never really went anywhere, if they had, if someone made one great album and you never heard from them again, like Terrence Trent Darby, they're not going to be on these lists. And that's kind of what she, she made like two good albums. So well, they decided I, I, I would actually, argue that Sade actually has a lot of good albums, her, but she's, she didn't start a genre or, or like, like you'd but, argue that you too had a lot of follow on bands that, that yeah. kind of said, Hey, that's great. We're going to do that. And, yes. and they were successful. Yeah. I don't think you can make the same argument for Sade, but that might be a, to her credit that she's yeah. so unique that nobody could ever be Sade. Like there was only one ever and that's it. Like they broke the mold. That's that. I could buy that part of it. I just kind of feel I would like argue that if it's such a good thing that people other people really would try it, to do it. Yeah. 
you know, you wouldn't you wouldn't be able to mimic her, but you right. would come up with something. Right. Well, similar that's what enough. Terrence Darby did. He was the male Sade. There's all there. There are yes, other like, like soft mind. jazz female vocals out there. I'm sure. Like sure, it's, but none of them broke through like that. Yeah. Because, Why are you ignoring that's Patrice a, Russian? That's a boring <laughs> fucking thing to do. Like that's that's the most boring music. It is all boring, girl. And that's all. <laughs> I uh, I think that her discography is probably almost flawless. Shade, right. calm down. How long was she relevant? I, I don't think she. Well, I mean, she was popular in the 80s but the stuff that she made even recently is she's consistent if yeah it's it's kind of like people make fun of sting because his songs sound somewhat similar but they're all really good yeah uh and they're better than the the stuff that you're making fun of that are similar in genre Mm -hmm. so i think she's very consistent and she's managed to like introduce different instruments without changing still talking about (laughs) shot she's on there twice I think I think two I think the, we're the, falling into their trap of pretending the, Sade is important. The be, number first of all, the second Sade album that is on the is at number thirty seven. Yeah. Joshua Tree's in the fifties. Yeah, that so, doesn't make sense. So again, yeah. and then REM uh, has one album on there. Whereas, well, that's crazy. Twenty too. years ago, they would have had all nine of their albums. I, I, based on, the, I mean, because that, that's a band that caters to the pretentious critic. Yeah. and <laughs> also has fans and. And imitators and everything like they should be in the top ten. I, I'm surprised they were weren't in the top or even like at least the top twenty. Well, as far right, give us the 18th. Right, give us the the. the uh, well, just tell us where REM is. <laughs> I, I wouldn't mind hearing 11 through 20. Okay, here we go. All right, hold on. Let me. We're not going to trust me. We're not doing all 200. Like what just missed? Bear with me. And again, imagine hearing the editor of Pitchfork talking and defending these choices. I would have, I would have not, I would have changed the channel. All right, number twenty, Boogie Down Productions, Criminal Minded. Yeah, they're on here twice. That that that's another album that nobody liked when it came out. It was kind of dated and and weird, but I love it. It's it's fantastic. New Order, Power, Corruption, and Lies. There's your New Order. Craftwork, mm-hmm. Computer World. Prince, Sign of the Times. Okay. Madonna, Madonna. That's the only Madonna in the entire top two hundred. No, she's she. Uh, the other ones on there too. Oh, it is. My apologies. The, uh, like a virgin, like a like prayer. A virgin is on oh, like a virgin. Maybe it is like it's one of those. Not like two. a prayer. Is he like? It a might prayer. be like a prayer. Like, like a prayer is not an album. Yeah, it is. Wait, what album is? I thought like a prayer was on True Blue. No, no, like a prayer was the album after True Blue. Oh, my apologies. It's the one with um, with like a prayer on it. <laughs> <laughs> that's that's, that's the one that's on. What about Beastie Boys? Paul's Paul's Boutique is for fifteen. Yeah, that's also revisionist history. Nobody gave a shit about that when it came out. Pixies, Doolittle, of, of course. Well, I mean, just speak to that, Matt. Isn't aren't they doing revisionist history? That's fine. Like, yeah, that's like no, but but you should be consistent. You know what I mean? Like, uh, if you're only if the whole point of the list is let's let's revisit and correct some errors. But it sounds like I thought that I mean, they were saying that today, Prince, if they're asking people what they they now think is good about the eighties, yeah, I mean, this list is supposed to. I be. guess that is what it's that, that, and I guess that makes sense. Yeah, I mean, the Smiths, the Queen is dead, is number thirteen. Okay. I'm okay with that. Joy Division, Closer, mm. number it's 12. Fine. It's fine. Eric B. and Rakim, Paytonful, number 11. You love them. It's a little high for them. I mean, again, those are... Again, of all, of all the albums that came out in the 80s, <laughs> yeah, they're yeah. saying that's the 11th most... Yeah, like Public Enemy should be in the top 10. Boogie Down Productions should not be in the top 20. Right. REM Murmur is number 39. Let me ask this question. So the 80s are getting another fandom resurgence, right? 
because of uh, you know twenty year olds now. Because of Oliver, <laughs> now yeah. that he's in, there. now that he's buying albums, it's, it's seen a, an uptick. So, so based on that, I mean, they're not, they're not. There's no numbers that they're basing these on. I'm assuming this is just their opinions, right? But is there a chance that like the the college students today who are now discovering the '80s, maybe this has something to do with what they care about? Is hmm. there any chance of that? All, all I'm going to say about the the the, the rap picks are very much like white people trying to show off that they know what, what the best rap music was. Um, and you know, when I tried to rap, I'm sorry. <laughs> this, th- th- this whole list just screams, like I say, pitchfork to me. Yeah. This, this list is no doubt we're music critics. Yeah. Here's the 200 that we think. Like, you know, what's not on there is probably the biggest selling rap album of the eighties was maybe raising hell by run DMC. I bet they're not even, maybe they're somewhere on the list, but they are. I just saw them. I just don't know which album it was. Madonna, like a prayer was 78. Yeah, like I, I don't know. I could go either way on that because I'm, I'm not saying it, sh- it should only be about popularity, but Run DMC, you know, like we were saying about U2, rap may have been a fad that just died out if it weren't for that album. Right. Like that album, like basically reinvigorated something that everyone was like, oh, isn't that that thing that like I saw on the Today Show in 1982? <laughs> like that dumb f- fad where people were rhyming over beats, but they like made it a real thing, and. uh I don't know. I just feel like that deserves some it deserves to be given its due over stuff like, you know, Eric B and Rakim or Boogie Down Productions are just they're good albums that never broke out beyond. What about Houdini? They're on the list. <laughs> they, they are. are. They are. Yeah. Oh, my God. We're on DMC. Raising Hell was number 38. All right. Where's Houdini? Houdini. I want to say like, like, they're like 198 or something. Houdini like that. is it's spelled fucking, W-H-O. Houdini? Yeah. I, I cannot stand Houdini. They're on Arista Records. That helps out at all. <laughs> Within that box? <laughs> yeah. Houdini is number 197. So it was <laughs> off by one. That's crazy. Really. I mean, I got to look at this list. See, and to me, now, now look, we know I'm a classic rock guy. We know I like pop. But to exclude, I, I, I can't even, I, any one that I pick, I'm going to be made fun of. And mm-hmm. I get that. To exclude Ario Speedwagon. Uh, but Houdini is number one ninety seven. Right, right. It's like come, come on. Yeah. And I and I, I'm not even saying Ario Speedwagon. Rush. Right. Somebody from right. that filled arenas that people enjoyed. It's like yeah. they were dismissed in this thing. John Cougar Mellencamp, who well, I'm not the biggest fan of. Yeah. Well, it's the same thing though. Like like if 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 suddenly you know the way ELO it was suddenly cool to go to see ELO. Right. If suddenly it was cool to go see Ario Speedwagon, they would pop up on these lists all of a sudden. You're right. Everyone's like, wait a minute. No one was ever talking about them as being important or. Well, to, to our road to Steve Perry, like yeah. the other day when we talked about like nobody talked about Steve Perry for ages. Now right. everybody's like, I, he's my favorite of all time. Yeah. You yeah. haven't thought about Steve Perry in <laughs> once in twenty years. Yeah. Whereas I listen to him every goddamn day. <laughs> Guys... Out. All right, so Matt Belknap. Yeah, uh, we. Uh, I apologize that we. Uh, uh, Matt, uh, something Garen said made me think of that Pitchfork interview and our uh, article. You went to the Hollywood Bowl, you and your wife, mm-hmm. to go see Dave Matthews. She was maybe a little more excited about going than you were. I think by the time we were walking up the hill, I think I was more excited. She really? was not that excited. Oh boy! Because I had been listening to that radio station, which is no longer that station. Yeah, they, what is it now? That's back to Yacht Rock uh, or something. Yeah, because Yacht Rock proved to be uh, successful, so they moved it from one channel over to... Hmm, interesting. Now it's on channel 30. Yeah. Um, yeah, I, I had sort of gotten, like, a little hyped up about, like, okay, like, let's let's revisit this thing that I that I enjoyed for a while. Opening act? No opening act, because there's a curfew at the Hollywood Bowl. They wanted to maximize their time, so they were like, we're going on at 8, 
and you just had to assume they were going to play right up until 11 and they did okay um i you know going into it i think we were both kind of like we had been at disneyland all day the day before and we're like this is terrible like we're gonna be tired so that's a bad way to start it just like the way garen was like if i had been in garen's position like i just got this ticket for free i probably would have been like i'm too tired to go to this but we got we had gotten a babysitter we had the tickets like we're going um but we both knew we're tired so strike one we're tired okay (laughs) strike two we're in the back and when you're in the back of the Hollywood Bowl, you do you feel disconnected from mm. what's happening. It, it's the kind of thing where if the people in front of you stand up, you don't hear the music as well. That's how far back you are. It's not loud enough to penetrate human bodies anymore. Yeah. So that's a weird. You There's also more chatter back in that area. Yeah. Because you're not there. Yeah. You're not really there. You're yeah. kind of watching people watching Dave Matthews. Yeah. And but although at a Dave Matthews show, what happens back there is that's where you get the 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 the, the ganj. The, well, there's definitely the ganj, but there's also up front at the Hollywood Bowl, I would assume would be like wealthy people who are just like, oh, Dave Matthews. I love oh. Crash Into Me or Crash Into What is it called? Yeah, Crash Into Me. Uh, and back there, these are the fans. This woman next to us was like, I went to all three shows at the Gorge. Like, so they're crazy. So there's a lot of that vibe, which is, again, but th- but that could get you into the mood. Couldn't that excite you? No, because those are the worst people on earth. <laughs> <laughs> you never want to be in the same place as those people in any circumstance. You don't you don't want to be at the DMV with them. You don't want to be at a swimming pool with them. You don't want to be. It's just they're they're awful. Like they're they're not pleasant to be around. They they also they're into it, but in a way that's more annoying than it doesn't get you into it. It just makes you go, fuck you get out of the aisle. Why are you in the aisle? You have a seat. And like, there's ushers walking by, like get that. It doesn't affect my life at all. I'm not near the aisle, but you're, you being in the aisle is uh, driving me fucking crazy. You have nailed exactly <laughs> what drives me nuts about concerts. It's, it's stage could be to my left. Yeah. If somebody's in the aisle to my right, I spend the entire time. Sit down. Somebody take care of get this. Out of that aisle. Get, this Why is are a you fire in? hazard. Because part of me, there's an arrogance. That person thinks they're, they're, it's okay for them to break the rule. They own the aisle. I'm going to be in the aisle. The aisle's mine now. Now, now everybody has to turn like this with their yep. concessions to get to well, their seat. While they're just, yeah, spazzing out over the um, dance. So, okay. So that's three strikes. Oh, in boy. baseball, you're out. <laughs> but here comes the music. Strike four. Oh, no. <laughs> <laughs> this set list was not my set list, no, baby. Huh? It was... You might have liked it. That was the irony was I was like, this might have been a pretty good set right, list. Pull it up. Pull it up. I'll give it to you off the top of my dome. Well, let me just say if this. you say top of my dome <laughs> one more time on this episode. I'll tell you this. I murder you. There's. Those are high stakes. I, lo- I looked this up after. Um, 11 songs from the last three albums. And I stopped paying any attention to them whatsoever, maybe four or five albums ago. So. Those three albums, I don't know them at all, and I. Accept- but then why would I like it? Well, no, I'm just saying that's that's a big problem. So what that means is, I knew going in there was going to be a, a lot from the new album. That's okay, I, I I can live with that if if the songs from the old ones are the ones I want to hear. Yeah, Peppermint. So when you get a one sweet world, don't care. Um, when you get uh, what would you say? I don't care. You don't want to hear that? Now, that's what I mean. This is your set list. Because but hang on. Let's have Garen go run okay. down from start to uh, okay. finish. Yeah, they open with One Sweet World. One Sweet World. Okay. That Girl Is You. That's from two albums ago, I think. I, now, no, no, listen. Already. Or maybe the new one. Already I'm going, shouldn't be here. That's <laughs> me. Yeah, yeah. Because you wouldn't know One Sweet World if it smacked you in the face. No. Yeah. Number 41. It's fine, by the way. Number 41 is the third song. I'm back. 
Yeah, 41's okay. Like, I know people, some people fucking love it. I'm just like, yeah, okay. So now they're like kind of two for three in terms of playing stuff from the era I care about. Okay. Uh, here's the thing. I'm, I guess you would say I'm a fan of Dave Matthews. Yeah. I, I'm not into the set list so far. No, I know. Because we're, we're only three songs in. Well, I've seen the whole thing. Well, go. Let's go. <laughs> uh, don't drink the water. Don't drink the water. I love okay. That song. Now, generally, not a fan. This is what this is. This will tell you a lot about this show. That was the highlight of the show. Don't drink the water was the highlight really? for me. Yeah, it was great. That's a that's a fun live song. It's yeah. That they. I mean, also the the band sounds better than I've ever heard them, and they're usually good, but they are great. They are all at the top of their game. I think. I uh, think I heard on Sirius XM this band's this band growls. <laughs> Or some it's much it's it, it they hit a lot harder now that they have an electric guitar they got rid of the fiddle they've got two horns now it's it's a real it's like you're getting rock and roll basically it's like not what it used to be okay which some people might not like i i'm not one way or the other on that i feel like that could be interesting if you play the songs i want to hear that could be great go ahead garen All right, and rattle through these uh again and again mm. this new when i'm weary I think it's kind of new. That's a live debut. Boy, I'm getting kicked in the balls if I go yeah. to the show. Louisiana Bayou. That's from two or three ago. Here's the thing. I'm. A, I love a cover song. Yeah, this is. They've been doing this on this tour. There's two cover songs, and I'm a no on both of them. All right, what are you? Sledgehammer. Oh, I like that song. Yeah. I, I don't need to hear Dave Matthews doing. How it. was it? There again. Our this band growls. This band growls. <laughs> they, yeah, he's got the right voice for it. The band can really play the shit out of that song. It was fun. Okay. I knew it was come. I knew it was gonna. I figured it would happen. They've been playing it a lot, so I wasn't that excited. Sometimes with a cover, you're like, it's mostly about, oh my god, I can't believe they're doing this. So I was kind of like, yeah, yeah, I know they've. So that was my fault. But yeah, it was good. Okay, crashing to me. All right, I like that song. Crashing to me again. I'm here. This is what I'm thinking. Okay, Jimmy would probably be more into this than me. I never need to hear that song again in my life. Um, it's it's a nice, Hike pretty song. Up your skirt a little more. <laughs> that, Did he sing that with the whole band? Show your world yeah. to me. Yeah, that needs to be, just be him. It's it's actually yeah, it would be better acoustic. Um, it's it's uh, it's not a, it's not fun live. It's just you uh, know. What would you say? That's fun. Here on out. I think mm-hmm. that's another newish one. Come on, come on. Mm-hmm. It's another newish one. Squirm. Mm-hmm. And now this is when they brought out a for those three songs I think they brought out Thurman. No, they brought out a whole string section and like Dave Matthews had to vamp for a few minutes while they set up this entire fucking string section, which was crazy. Funny. So yeah, actually, you know what? He usually is unintelligible, but fifty something year old Dave Matthews, this new Dave Matthews now, who's a father and all that stuff. Although I think his kids are teenagers, he's been a father for a while. But he actually was talking in ways I could understand, and he was kind of funny. Hmm. The first thing he said after like the first or second song, he said, "This is our uh, this is our last night of the tour. So if uh, if it seems we're being a little self indulgent tonight, you would be <laughs> which they're always self indulgent, but." Uh, but that that was true. They played the stuff they want to play. They're probably more excited about the new stuff. And uh, they jammed a lot. And that's what it is. But that was the last night, so I don't get a chance to... That was the last one of those. Damn it. Ones. They'll be back. Oh, okay. <laughs> uh, did I say squirm? I said yeah. Squirm. yeah. Jimmy thing? Okay, so... Oh, let I me like t- Jimmy thing. <sighs> it's fine. Uh, <laughs> again, if, if you're going to play those that era... There's like a dozen songs I want to hear more than these songs, but but they for the string section at least now we're like oh my god maybe they'll play satellite because that would be great with a string section mm. and they don't have the violin guy anymore. This is the time to back, break out satellite. No satellite, just three newish songs. Mm, spoiler. 
Sorry. Uh, here's your second cover. Sexy MF. Now that is they did i think they just played a snippet of that at the end of another song elise was like they did play it but i was like they were playing something else and it just kind of like kind of came a little bit yeah it wasn't even on the if you look on the set list on their site it doesn't even say that oh okay um so i yeah but it they yeah they did they've been doing that too i don't care shake me like a monkey yeah where are you at are you on Mm setlist.fm yeah every day it's all right every day is good again this was the problem by that point i was so checked out because there's so much stuff i don't care about i couldn't get that would usually in in a good set that song would really take me over the top but i was kind of disconnected at this point all right and how's elise at this point she's um fanning the pot smoke away from her from the person next to her what if she turned to you and said uh you want to go home she would never do that um i think both of us were in it for the long haul basically all right she yeah ants marching i like that one yeah so again closing the the first thing up with ants marching that's a crowd pleaser i've heard it a lot yeah <laughs> now you're in your encore all right samurai comp cop samurai Sorry. cop is probably the best the best song on the new album but kind of boring uh why i am i think it's another new one and then the last song all on the watchtower and stairway to heaven yeah, they, they do a good version of All on the Watchtower. You can't That's, deny that. And that is when we said, let's walk out before this these 15,000 people start walking out at the same time. You didn't want to watch them do All on the Watchtower? You've seen it. I've seen it, and I I don't like their version of it. Really? I really don't like any version of that song other than Jimi Hendrix. What are you talking about? I just, I like the, I like the Jimi Hendrix version is the first version I ever heard and every other version sounds wrong to me. I'm always like, no, that's not what that song is supposed to be like. I don't think you can ruin that song. Well, give so Dave, give Dave a chance. <laughs> and then, yeah, so solo stuff either, huh? No, no, nothing from, uh, no, there's Dave Matthews band. No, but he does place those. Not, not this tour. There may, no, I think one of those, one of them, maybe be. one of them is, yeah, there's a chance one is, of them is. is it she? I can't yeah, remember. She Here's might the thing. The I, I'm a fan of them, but I don't know most of the song titles. <laughs> yeah. Well, a lot because of them, they don't make sense. Are cryptic. Yeah. Like even Elise, who's a, was a bigger fan than I ever was. We were like, halfway through a song and she was like oh yeah this this is what this one is and like yeah it's like i have that with half of those songs i'm like 41 i couldn't hum it for you for to save my life right now i, I like it when i hear it it also could be one of those where like their biggest hit you, did they play ottoman you go no i don't think they did and then they you, you right. know ottoman yeah yeah and then you go oh yeah i do know ottoman right by the way they do not have a song called ottoman but i would they not put could it and none of us would know it right yeah <laughs> They they probably call it that. <laughs> They're being a little. Uh, I, that's that's that list sounds a little self indulgent. Now I, we walked out before Stairway to Heaven happened. It was just I think it was just at the end of Watchtower, but um, but I saw that the next day that they did that, and I was did not regret leaving. Right, because I was like, yeah, we're we're good. Do you have some merch? Mm, no. Shirt cap? No, it was packed and unpleasant. You know. Like the last time we were there was for that Star Wars thing. It wasn't full and it was great. And I was like, oh, yeah, the Hollywood Bowl is nice. We had good seats. This is like when it's sold out, it's a zoo. It's a zoo. There's not enough room for everyone to get in there, basically. Right. It's uh, it's not that fun for for an old special fancy parking. Uh, We we parked on Kawanga up the hill from the Hollywood Bowl, which I've never done before. Like up by like past the bridge. Yep. Yeah. North of the bridge. And it was. uh it was great, actually. 
All right. Ten minute walk. You walk that way instead of Highland. Yeah. Smart. Because we saw it on our way and we we're like, let's just take it. Take it. Absolutely. Yeah. So yeah, uh, it was a mistake. <laughs> Shouldn't have gone. Shouldn't have gone. Shouldn't have gone. Should have been gone. Uh, although if they come back, I will probably oh I will chase the dragon, as Garen said. Um, if you are if you if you're gonna go the next time they're I here, I, if it's that set list, I'm bored, man. But they play. But that's the thing. The songs that you, they play three or four songs that you three would or love. Four in I three know, hours. Matt, this is an abusive relationship that but you need to. It's never. Yeah, it's never going to be the thing I want. Which if, is now, I'll tell you this: if he ever pulls one of those, I'm going to do Crash. Right. And what's the other one under the under the table and dreaming? I'm, I'm going to do those two albums back to back. Yeah. Uh, I'm gonna guess they will never do that. But if they if they announced that, did that, I would go to that yeah, show. Yeah, yeah. I think he's like he seemed very excited. He said explicitly, he was like, "I feel rejuvenated." Uh, so I think they're gonna keep making new albums and keep playing new songs, and this the I concerts keep, are gonna I, get more and more insufferable. I keep saving money. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> it's really the, the amount of they tour constantly. But 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 they hadn't been. I don't think. I think they're not here every every summer. I think they had been on a kind of a break, from what I could tell. I wasn't paying attention, like I said. But I think they had sort of been inactive a little bit. Who else was on a break? Ross and Rachel. That's right. (laughs) Speaking of the '90s, back when this band was something I cared about. Yeah, man. I'm sorry that this is a long, drawn out description of, of something that most people don't give a fuck about. But um, I, I made isn't that right our choice, show? I think. What? You, I made the right you choice. Did. Yeah. Because yeah. the mood I was in, I would have been like, well, I, I, what is this? What is this? What is this? I need something. You said to me the other night, you were like, oh, all I heard was it was so great. It was so great. And it's like, I heard that too. I don't know who, I, you know, maybe they were sitting closer. They were more, you know, like if you don't care about the songs themselves, if you're just like, I'm here to enjoy myself. Yeah. They are a great band. They sound great. Everything I take back everything I ever said about their jamming. They are they can jam like they're they're good at that. Like everybody's playing their instruments really well. <laughs> like I just don't I don't. Uh, so I, what? Right. Yeah. Like I like when you when you really love a certain number of songs and then you you really don't get any of them. Well, if you go to hard. that like you go to that uh, guitar three thing with Steve Vai and Cetriani and 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 uh, uh, last name is John, Eric Johnson. Yeah. <laughs> They're all playing their instrument wonderfully, yeah. and they have a great band with them. Yeah, but so what? Yeah, like I got, I got to show you this because you're not on Instagram. I post this on Instagram. Oh, I saw. <laughs> <laughs> this is this was the night, and I'll try to get some sound. Put put your microphone so that, that, that everybody can hear this. Here, got a little snippet. Please, if you would, Jimmy, describe what you're looking at. <laughs> well, I'm I'm very torn because I, I you know, I'm too self conscious to get up and enjoy myself. Like I, I, right. I want. You're kind of part of you is a little jealous of this guy, right? I am a little jealous of that guy. That guy's a free spirit. That guy's a free spirit. He's up. He's moving. He's also my mortal enemy. <laughs> and I agree with that too. If you go to my Instagram, if you want to see this this curly, long haired goatee man, basically it's like Alexi Lawless circa 1995. It's literally a Dave Matthews concert personified. Yeah, right. Like, yeah, yeah. What are you going to see at a Dave Matthews concert? There's this guy with cargo shorts and a, like a loud shirt, long hair, goatee, using a poster tube like a maraca. He's like dancing with his poster tube. 
Um, was it a homemade rain stick? <laughs> it might as well have been. <laughs> but couldn't some couldn't one argue he's just enjoying himself? Of course, of course he is. But we have to make fun of that. Yeah, I, I used to be the same way. I would never. I wouldn't want to dance. I wouldn't want to move. Since I got on the kook juice, I wiggle. Getting into it? I do a little wiggle. Do a little wiggle, huh? I think I sang along with every song at the Taylor Swift concert. Wow. Do you think that uh, you're afraid to dance because maybe the uh, because maybe the tigers will eat you? Is that you think it's a deep a deep fear of being noticed by predators? I gotta go back to work, (laughs) dude. You know he's on a limited schedule. Give me thirty through twenty. I'll be having the pop culture page. That's Garrett Cockrell. Back there, that's King of Palms. That's Elliot Hooper. Behind the dashboard, that's uh, Matt Belknap. I'm Jimmy Partle. We'll see you next time on the podcast. AK-47, gone, not forgotten.